Hello everybody and welcome to Game Spoilers Podcast. My name is Jeremy. Joining me as always is Kerry Palmer. What's up? And joining us today for a very special guest on a very special episode is Byron. Me! Hello. Hi, I'm Byron. Friend of the shows. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yes. We, we, we finally have them on, um, which is exciting. And of course, they made us play the game, The Occupation. <laughs> this game that um, is like, it sort of flew under the radar. Like no one really was talking about it for a long time. Um, I'm, I'm, I've never even heard of it until I've we never heard of doing it. it for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like up until <laughs> the other day um, when... Uh, when I, w- w- when we were organizing what we were going to play, like I'd never heard of this game before. Iron. <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. <laughs> it is very not true. I may for, have a habit of evangelizing the games I like too much. <laughs> for for months, maybe maybe a year. I actually it's don't know. Just if it's over been, a year. I looked when I year. first played it. It's been just over a year that I've been going on about this game. <laughs> They've just been going on and saying like, "Oh, you should play this game," and it be- it has become a running joke in our Discord that um, we have never heard of this game. Um, and now, <laughs> have and we now said what I'm- the game is? The occupation, right? Um, yes. So now we have actually played it officially. It is on. I've, I've it really is on enjoyed audio having recording. the opportunity to play it, like having the reason. <laughs> Yeah, you never had a reason I love that before you can this. consider a kidnapping an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so before we get into it, um, this is, as of right now, Game Spoilers podcast. Um, that is probably soon to change very soon. Depending on how much work I get done in between the edit and the upload, the name might actually change. It might be called something else. That name might be... If that just sounded like a sensor beep, that's because I haven't announced it yet. <laughs> so, so we're just going to play that by ear. Um, this podcast that you're currently listening to is a monthly game club podcast where we all get together and play a video game and talk about it and have discussions about it. Um, this podcast is brought to you by minimap.com.au. It is the website where we do all of our work. You can go to that website and see the other work that we do, including Minimapcast, our weekly, our rescheduled to become weekly podcast, where we talk about... <laughs> Catchy. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's it. <laughs> hey, you know, I've done ad rolls now. <laughs> 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 rescheduled to be weekly. Yeah, it is, it, is a, it, is, it is a recently become a weekly podcast, so we will have more up-to-date uh, news and impressions. Um, we have another podcast called The Picking Order, where we rank the kissability of pop culture characters, and we have other stuff on there, including videos like the news and also written articles every now and again. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, make sure you head over to minimap.com.au. You can follow us on social media as well at minimap.au, and you can also f- uh, support us on Patreon monetarily on patreon.com forward slap forward slap forward slap. <laughs> Forward slap. <laughs> forward Fuck, slap. I'm gonna, mini mash. Oh, I'm gonna start calling every every slash on uh, on a keyboard a slap now. Forward, forward slap, slash. Like mini map au. Oh, let's get right into it. So, excellent. The occupation is a game that came out in March of 2019. It is developed by White Paper Games. Um, it is a. Uh, I think I think it is fair to call it an immersive sim in some regards. Um, yeah, absolutely. It, it's not, it's not a it's it is a non-violent game. There is no combat in this game. Um, it is a stealth-driven immersive sim um, where you are an investigative journalist trying to um, have a big. Uh, uh, th- th- there is a th- th- there's a political scandal going on. You are going into different buildings and finding clues, finding out 
um, little pieces of information about the political climate of the world um, in preparation for an interview that happens in a real life one hour after you have done all of your sleuthing. Um, that includes things like hacking computers, going through vents, reading notes, and talking to the janitor, who is maybe one of my favorite video game characters. Um, now, you're all right. <laughs> you're all right, Mr. Miller. <laughs> He's so good. He's the only good guy in that game. He's the only complicit. good guy. Even character. though he is still tidying up their shit, he's not complicit. Yeah, but like, he's not at all. Yeah, like, when the revolution comes, like, he, he will be spared. Um, yeah. Just the fuck. Oh, my God. He's, we, we, we will get to. Oh, what's his name? I, I don't know. Marlin. I think I read Marlin. Marlin. Marlin, yeah. We, we will get to Marlin um, very soon. Um,. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think we should probably jump into the story, like the, the like a quick rundown of the 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 narrative of the game. Um, Carry yeah, up to, to do my, you're up my to the one minute, minute recap. Yeah, yeah, you're up to the one minute challenge of the occupation. Oh my goodness! I yeah, uh, I wrote up my notes, but it took way more than a minute. Minute. <laughs> yeah, remember when I tried to do a one minute rundown of Over Din and it took ten. <laughs> 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 this game is even more Byzantine than that yep. as well. <laughs> All right, one minute rundown. This is going to be good because I wasn't very good at this game. So <laughs> here we go. Someone count me in. Three, uh, two, two. <laughs> uh, go now. Oh my God. Okay, so the occupation. <laughs> uh, so there's this company called Bose Bowman Carson and they have this software which is actually going to like track all of these people on their computers and systems because it's like it's like malware but people are voting it in in parliament so it's going to be legal which is really weird um and they're using it to uh track immigrants and deport them from uh london because there's this big immigration crisis political issue happening and there's this thing where the the building blows up and someone's framed for it and they're going to get deported or jailed or something and one of the founders of the company wants the journalist who's asking questions to find out what happens and steal the information but the other head of the company is like aware of that and is like plotting to have everything go through and the act passed and the the software installed and everyone imprisoned who is against this person who was doing terrible things that was and like all of the endings are different that was and like exactly a minute that was really good <laughs> I, I i i wrote a list with the heading carrie got wrong <laughs> oh. I only have one item on it. So that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> they're deporting. They're deporting everyone, uh, not just people from London. That was the only thing I picked up that you got wrong. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's the entire country. Um, right. Okay. The entire UK. Um, yeah. Um, you see, it, it, you know, my object permanence isn't so good because I only ever saw London. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't set in London. It was set in a made-up town. Um, Slough. Uh. Slough. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone could imagine what Slough is. <laughs> that's, just, that's, just, that's just like a pure reality. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the town now, but I remember thinking it was funny because um, Scarlet, the uh, the whistleblower, lives on a road, which is just the name of the town street. <laughs> is, it, like, is, it, is it Turing? Turing, yes. Yeah, yeah, Turing, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Turing. Um, and that's why they're the like Turing bomber and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's like a London satellite town because it reminded me a lot of where I grew up. Um, but uh, yeah, I have like a long form written out of the narrative I got on my recent playthrough. Which uh, is kind of like 
would you like to read out yeah. some of it? Um, you know, like things that you feel like need extrapolating um, after that, after the, the, the synopsis. Like um, game? Yeah. So you play two different characters in this game. Yes. You play the majority of the game as Harvey Miller, who is the yes. investigative journalist who has just got back from the Middle East, I yes. think. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's he's um, investigating the Union Act, and the night that he or the like the day of him going there he's reached out by the other character you play to start the game who is scarlet carson 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 yes um who is the wife of um one of the heads of the company um and uh yeah so you start six months prior to the to the um to this this day of interviews as as scarlet who um breaks into her work at the bright bowman carson group um and attempts to, attempts to steal or decrypt, it's kind of unclear, documentation yeah. that will stop the Union Act from happening because she realizes that there's something very wrong going on. So I don't think she really knows the depths of like how kind of duplicitous they're being, but she knows that people will be deported. So she's she's trying to whistleblow and she uses someone else's ID, um, specifically an immigrant ID yes. to get into the company, which is... Yeah, an immigrant just, employee's ID, yeah. Yeah, um... Uh, so she does this, triggers a fault in the system, um, which causes a building across the way to explode, um, which is the terrorist attack, um, which is then pinned on the employees whose ID she's stolen. Her husband was also in the building when it exploded. Um, Who dies? And that kind of starts this whole thing. Alex Dubois is the name of the of the, the, the of, yes of, of the, the, the immigrant employee. whose identity was stolen for the attack uh, for the for yes. The, the theft essentially yes yes and i think it turns out that he's actually in the country legally but his family wasn't or something and he finds yeah, out yeah. like in a really bad way um which also like obviously he's angry and upset about it and leaves the message being like i can't believe you did this like you knew mm. this was going to happen and, and that, that that only kind of lends to him being framed even more mm. just mm. just but it's like a it's like a um it's not like scarlet went out of the way to frame him just things lined up really badly for that poor man. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, that is that is interesting hearing all of that because I know that the stuff about like the the silhouette <coughs> servers they like overheat and there's something of like yeah the main server thing is near a gas pipe and that's kind of what caused the explosion. But I didn't yes. put two and two together that um, Scarlet's actions in the opening in the prologue. It took me a few playthroughs to do that. Um, yeah, like I was because yeah. because like I said before I did very poorly in this game a lot. I, I was just assuming there was a lot that I didn't uncover and that mm. uh, Charles uh, Bowman, who's the yeah. nasty head of the company trying to do bad things, was responsible for it and setting Alex up. So, oh, I see. Yes. Um, yeah. I, so I've played this game like 10 plus times. I've played every level, especially the level. So yeah, Scarlet's levels are very, uh, inverted commas, walking sim. You yeah, just walk yeah, from A linear. to B. There's like a very, they're very linear. There's maybe like a puzzle in one of them. Um, whereas Harvey, Harvey Miller's levels are you're you're free to roam the building for an hour whilst you whilst you wait for an interview to happen. And in that time, that's when you can collect evidence, data. You have this um, uh, this mechanic where you have a suitcase where you can store everything in it. Um, mm. I really liked that. I don't think I engaged with it at all in my first playthrough. But no, like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's such a neat little thing. It's, I wish I, it, I, I also uh, yeah. do love it. Like I, I did actually go um, use it in my first playthrough, but I didn't actually realize um, mm. that I had it until halfway through um, the second yeah. interview mission um, with Mr. Crow. Um, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I needed to know a code that I had 
I, I, I put something away that I was looking for and I was like, where the hell did I put this? And then I realized yeah. like, oh, it's in my suitcase. And then I had to go into like, like I escape yeah. and options and key bind. Okay, what's the suitcase? Okay, it's R. And then like, I have to put yeah. it on a flat <laughs> surface, which is really funny as well. And you have to yeah. pop it down and go through the suitcase before and, like, you can get the, the items out. And yeah. then if you walk away, you've left your suitcase there. So you got to, you have to pack it back up again. Yeah, like it's and a physical it's, item. Yeah. It's great. It's, I love how analog this game is. And mm. that's something that a few games have been doing. Like uh, Sea of Thieves also does it now. Like, yeah. Like you don't have a compass on screen, which isn't something you need in this game. But like everything in this game is very analog. And I, I, I partially think that's why they set it. I think it's set in like an alternate. It's like eight, 70s 87 or, or something. It's, it's like 89. It's late 89. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, but the idea is that their company yeah. is so high tech that they've got like key cards and like doors yes. that wipe floppy disks, high capacity floppy disks. And yes, they've got security it. cameras and oh, it's nineteen eighty seven. But yeah, 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 yeah. So they have, yeah, they have all this. And that's my biggest thing with this game, and I don't understand. Um, and maybe it's just something that you're meant to look over, but because I played it so much and been over it with such a fine comb, like why is this private company given this much power? Is it ever explained? Like, <laughs> um, I think like, it's one of those yeah. things where it's like a private company where they get to a certain point that they can just have that much power. Like okay. at, at, at that yeah. point, there's nothing really stopping them. Um, there was a few things in this game um, where it was like, I wonder if there was, is this, this is a loose end that the rest of the thread is on the cutting room floor. Like Mina says something, you're, so you, uh, you have an assistant, Mina, and at the start of one of the levels, she says something like you owe me or you have to do this for us or something like that. Uh, and it yeah, was like, the... whoa, this character suddenly has, like, pull on me I didn't know she had. And it never comes up again. No, I just it assume, doesn't. I just assume it's something that was left on the cutting room floor. Or, um, yeah. Or, yeah. Or maybe, like, yeah. Yeah, like a like a like another branching path or something. Like, mm. if you finish yeah. one level a certain way. Which is strange yes. because, like, the meat of the game is you playing as Harvey Miller. You are playing as Harvey Miller for, I'd say, confidently... Over two thirds of the game. Um, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, the the and like the, the rest of it, you're Scarlet, but those are interstitial little missions in between the 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 main meat missions of Harvey Miller, where you are doing detective work. Um, and the uh, Harvey's basically there as like the 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 player placeholder, right? Like they yeah. they don't have like they don't talk. Um, they, they they do the interview and you get to choose what questions Harvey asks, but you don't get to decide yeah. which question or what question. You just get the list of questions that Harvey's going to ask and you can decide what order they, they get asked yeah. in, but there's no, as far as I could tell, there was no like decision making behind the order of the questions. Um, no, no. Which is, yeah, which the, is the, like, the which questions, is fine. The questions you ask are determined by the evidence that you can gather. So yes. the questions you can ask can be quite um, toothless for an investigative journalist if you... Are unable have to thread. gather enough evidence. Yeah, if you don't have the if you don't have the evidence to back it up, refute someone's claim or um, analysis or viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is why, yeah, to your point, Byron, I, I did think it was strange that, like, for that one brief moment, they gave Harvey like a like not an agenda, but like they 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 gave him like a reason for doing this. Um, yeah, a motivational reason other than being you know, a journalist. Yeah, like, which, which know, is weird like, because yeah. he doesn't need one. Like, the the, the reason for this story yeah. is that the story exists and he has been contacted by this person and, like, an investigative an investigative journalist investigates. Like, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I, I thought was really odd that as, like, not as if he was doing it against his free will, but, like, yeah. the, the the thought of him just not wanting to do it regardless was, was very strange. Yeah, um, I can... 
I can I can say to that in the ending that I got, they specifically bring up Miller's background as as coming from some uh, as someone who has written about the Middle East and has pub- uh. theoretically published articles that not the not the whole of England agrees with and stuff like that. Um, okay, it is it is specifically brought up as like you're definitely playing a character, um, mm. but all of that background is sort of there to sort of f- I, I, it felt to me to like fit certain endings so they can reference it or mm. pull uh, okay. on it but really it's yeah. just kind of there to be like this is who you are off you go yeah, w- w- yeah. Which, which is also strange because the the inter like the, the at no point in the game do they ever bring it up aside from the very end um which mm. is like it, it just it just feels odd that it was there like it, you know it's not a bad it doesn't take away from the game at all because it's so no. minor um like um, but, a couple of characters have his book on their desk and things like right, that okay. so they have like i think that's also it like okay which characters know who harvey miller is like i think chance crow definitely has his book on the desk somewhere in right. the office i think so Charles, yeah like reading yeah. it before the interview or something like that yeah because you he you definitely you meet him and he has an agenda that's yeah. the second level you do um whereas the woman carla. Uh, the scouts carla yeah the, the um the woman you meet in the first level clearly is not prepared for the if you turn up with all the evidence you tear that woman to shreds <laughs> um <laughs> which is very satisfying because she's awful uh, um but um yeah uh yeah i don't i don't know uh do you want to go level by level or do you i don't how do you want to talk about it well like we'll, we'll do a really quick overview because like we should say like yeah like there are three levels um like there are three quote-unquote levels um there are yeah. like about five or six chapters um which include the interstitial parts including a prologue and an epilogue um the and like the the first two main levels, um, they go for an hour. But so you have an hour to explore and walk around before you have to go into interview with either Carla or um, Chance. Um, and then in the final level, you are supposed to have a meeting with Charles, um, and you have half an hour to find out everything. And then by the time you have everything, you leave. Yeah. So or Charles isn't actually there. Charles isn't there. He's too busy. He's at that point at Scarlet's house threatening her. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I I, it's not really made clear at that point, no. like why you then leave. Like surely Dan should be like, oh, I guess Charles isn't here. You need to leave now. Yeah. Cause... That was, that was weird. The, um, yeah. uh, the one thing about that final level, which I freaking love is that the timer starts when you start breaking and entering. So it's as soon as you mm, interact yes. with that machine, um, which means that this time round, I knew that. And I did the final level without the timer ever starting. Um, wow. which is very fun like so um when you so when you turn on the machine there and what you're doing is this just like this gauntlet of technical stuff which they fumble a little bit um i still love that level i think it's one of my favorite levels ever in anything um but when you interact with that machine a bunch of security doors open which grants you access to the rest of the level however there are enough events and uh secret passages behind walls and things like that that you can do that entire level by never turning on that machine until you absolutely have to at the end. Interesting. Um, which means Steve never go- goes there and you Yeah, the you security get... guard never gets activated. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but the problem was... <laughs> well, the first time I did it, uh, I hit the bug, which it sounds like you two both hit as well, is Steve went, caught me at one point, and then as he was escorting me away, turned around, caught me again, and then started escorting me away, turned yeah. around, caught me again, and then I failed the level. Yeah. And it was like, I was like 
Steve, please. <laughs> please. He's, he's got major object permanence. Uh, yeah, like, we just need to keep eye contact with him. Otherwise, otherwise he yeah. bans you from the building. Yeah. I, um, um, I didn't yeah. have that. What what I had was um I was in a, I was in Ch- um Charles's office alone. Mm. And I was looking at like the keypad and I didn't know the code for it. And I was trying a few things that wasn't working. And then I heard him walking around. And so I'm like, I'm like waiting by the door. And then he's just behind me. He's just in the room. Oh no. And that was my final chance. And all of a sudden the level was over. Yeah. So that was, that was incredibly frustrating. Um, that's so that's... annoying. Cause it's, I like that mechanic. I like the idea of there being like a, nope, three strikes and you're out. Like yeah. Yeah. this game's meant yeah, to be it's, difficult. It's very realistic, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, there's, there's, Sorry, you just sort of, if 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 you don't mind, I just I just no. kind of want to touch on something. But like, yeah. I, I think something that's very impressive about this game and lends itself to its immersive simminess, um, is that there's there's not really a game overlay of this game. It's so immersive sim that like the the consequences for your actions are quite real, and there's no to a fault I would say there's no overt stealth indicators aside from the background yeah. music. And yeah. um, sort of, as you're saying, the analog way with you have to change your key cards and get your briefcase and stuff like that. Like all of that lends yeah. itself to you feeling like you are in this space. It's you in this space navigating this world. Um, but it's the kind of thing that means that um, the it, it, it can be quite difficult to know when you are taking a measured risk because of, like mm. I said, that, that sort of lack of stealth indicators. And because yeah. you have... Um, a lot to lose because you have so few chances to mess up because mm. it is more realistic because the security guards aren't going to keep letting you snoop around. Um, yeah. It means it could be... I, I found this game very easy to fail. I felt like I was set yeah. up to fail a lot of times. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, the game really wants you to play it a few times, I think. Um, but there, there are problems with that because there's not like a level restart button. It's only when you finish the game do you get uh, level select which yep. I have used and abused many times. Um, yes. But, um, yeah, there's no checkpointing either. You can't be like... And because each level... Essentially, as soon as the level starts, you have an hour. Well, there's two levels that are an hour long. And the simulation runs. You know, like like yeah. characters then to follow their path and stuff. The only one character that doesn't do that is Steve, the, the, the younger security guard, who... I think I think he must magnetize to you a little bit. Just yeah, to keep he, you know, he definitely like, teleports to... Yeah. like a, a more relevant threat yes exactly like there are areas he doesn't go into unless he hears you but but he definitely has like he definitely gravitates towards you which is fine and and i'd rather steve was a threat than um than not uh yeah but yeah so the problem with that is um you can't save mid-level which is really frustrating if it's like hey i really want to find out what happens in the, the head of security's office and i know that halfway through level one um, he leaves his office for 15 minutes. Yeah, and it was like, yeah. right, I'm gonna sit down and twiddle my thumbs because I want to find out this one dang thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is frustrating. But again, that's that's because I'm I obsessed with this game and was like, okay, here are the small mysteries, uh, um, and it was a collectible. It was worth it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it? Was it a vinyl? You, it was a vinyl. Yeah, nice. hidden in his safe. Um, Question: yeah. Did either of you see where he actually goes during those 15 minutes? No, he goes to the bathroom. Oh, at one I, point, yes, I, but... I did see that. I, he, sorry, he he goes to a prayer room. Ah, uh, oh, that's. I, cool. I was in, I was crawling through the vents at the right time, and I'm like looking it's down. I'm like, so oh, I can so see. Was I. Oh, that's Dan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's um, 
<laughs> I'm not maybe he's Muslim. He, I think he's standing. Oh, I think he is. Mu- I think I've read that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Which Dan is an interesting is bit of Muslim. character building because they do this thing in the game where it's like you have you you know you're talking to different employees and then you talk to is it Allison who's the the deaf employee? Um, yeah. Who seems like she must have some stake in trying to bring down silhouette. Um, yeah. And I and she's someone who doesn't look like a Caucasian londoner and you, you start to wonder oh maybe yep. she has family here as well or something like that or maybe she just disagrees with her on a personal level yeah um, yeah yeah the only thing i didn't like about allison was that her character model just like looks around a bunch and occasionally when crow is signing to her she's looking in a different direction altogether and then looks <laughs> back at him to respond back in yeah. sign language because she's yeah so she, yeah she speaks she speaks like sign language yeah and then needs, needs a translator and they try- I loved this interview because the translators aren't reliable. Yeah, um, yeah. I was, yeah. I was wondering that. I'm like, I don't trust chance. I don't trust chance to say the say what she's saying. No, yeah. exactly, because she clearly like speaks with her hands for a very long time. Yeah, and then he's like, she said this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I um. I think a character playthrough... at that point then goes like, what else did she say? Or she's like, he's yeah, just, he's yeah, just something yeah, along yeah. the lines of that. Um, on my first playthrough during that interview, like um the dan the security guard takes crow outside of the room like towards the end of the interview yes, and me, allison yeah. writes something on a notebook and like holds it up to show you but yeah. there's no musical sting there's nothing that tells you to look at her and i well my first playthrough was just looking at the security guards being like what are they saying i'm trying <gasps> oh, to listen no! to and as i turn back i see her hide her papers and i'm like no i've missed something huge um, yeah i'll be completely t- honest i didn't yeah. this is completely news to me oh, i've really? missed this yeah. in its entirety what, what does she say <laughs> she gives you a password your... to one of the servers and like or tells you about the phyllis algorithm or something like oh. that like she she's she's basically leading you down the route to to show you that um the building exploded by accident like it gotcha. was a technical fault not a bomb um yeah but right. but yeah <laughs> but yeah so yeah I, i'm glad it wasn't just me that did that there's so it's many funny. little things in this game that are easy to miss um yeah yeah I, in my notes. i've got i've got here i do we want to do we want to go over like audio because like mm. i i think we could go on the story on this for a while and i think we should keep going down it but do we want to sort of like like detour a little bit and sort of touch on like visuals and game and like sure. um, audio and stuff like that. And then maybe we can come back around to sort of, sort of gameplay moments. Well, I think I th- audio is one I'd love to talk about. Yeah. I, I think, I think maybe we should, we should start with gameplay just so <coughs> in case anybody who hasn't played it just has a better idea of what we're talking about when we talk about the different sure. levels and like the, sure. the, like, like the routes that we take. Um, so the, the 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 character control in this is, is very interesting because you don't have a dedicated jump button. What you have is a you have a space bar which um, works as a like contextual interact with whatever environment is next to you button. So yep. um, more often than not, it is like to get on top of the table that is next to you. But they will do like a place you on top of the table little animation as opposed to you just jumping wildly. Um, but you can also hold the space bar to uh, lean left, right, up, and down. So you can like mm. you can crouch in an area without having to actually crouch, um, and also like stand on your feet, tippy toes, basically, to have a look yeah. like to, to peer over something. As well as you do have a uh, the, the the C button on the keyboard at least um, is the the crouch button to actually go into a stealth mode, and also occasionally have to go into vents and hide under tables and all that stuff. Mm. Um, 
like I think like uh, I I've read a bunch of reviews of this game um, since I've played it now and like looked at a bunch of walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. The 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 general consensus is that it it is it is it is fine, but it is not perfect. Um, and I think I think for the most part, I reckon all three of us would sort of agree that like there were plenty of times where like oh my god, Steve the security guard is coming. Get on the table. Get on the ta- get get on the get on the table. Get on. The- Why well, you're yeah. not getting on the table? I'm just like it's just like doing like the oh, you want to look you're around. Like, t- no. You just stood there doing tiptoes while Steve walks closer. <laughs> yes. Maybe if I become taller, they, he will get uh, he will get intimidated and walk. Up. No, but um, <laughs> like it, it, it's good for the most part. I I, I think it's yeah. serviceable, but I think there 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 was a couple times where I did get caught because my character wouldn't like get to where I wanted them to be like faster. Wouldn't mount an object. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, um, and, and every now yeah. and again, there were objects that were like, you actually didn't need to mount. They would sort of go on automatically that were like yeah. sort of smaller than a step. And so, but I had to come yeah. from a certain, so yeah, like th- th- there were, there were definitely imperfections in it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I quite enjoy the amount of interaction you can have with the world. Um mm. For example, like the the way you open doors and the way you can go through drawers and stuff like that, a lot of the time you like I'm, I'm so I'm playing on keyboard and mouse. Um, hmm. I have to hold down the the left mouse button on an object, and then it'll give me a little prompt and it'll say like hold W to open or hold S to close. Um, now for the most part, that's not um mandatory there are, there are ways you can quick open doors or quick open things yeah you just click once and it will slam open or slam closed yeah um but the, the 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 idea of being in a stealth game that has a like hold down uh like hold down click to to then basically have the door selected and then slowly press s to open it so you can sort of peer through a door a little bit and then like close yep. it again if it's not safe um same with like 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 you said before, Byron, that the game feels very analog. Um, yeah. That like you know, I feel like I'm going through files in filing cabinets, or I am. Absolutely. I have to yeah. go over to a computer, um, and I can like I I can press buttons from far away, or I can actually zoom in on the keyboard. But I have to like move my mouse around, and these are computers yeah. from the the late '80s, and so they are slow. Um, to yeah. even you know read a password or especially copying data or turning yeah. on because oh my god the amount of computers that are off because no <laughs> yeah, one's in the office default. they turn off their computer and so i sneak in there like oh i can go on the computer and i turn it on and i'm waiting for a loading bar and then i'm <laughs> looking around like oh, i actually haven't realized if i so hope no one's in here and then i look around and i look around again yeah. i'm like okay i think i'm safe and i'm like sitting there like hurry up hurry up hurry up hurry up hurry up um oh uh, yeah watching things copy and paste from a like a file on the computer to the floppy disk. Oh, it's agonizing. It's, yeah, mm-hmm, <laughs> I think it's meant to be, and it's and I like it. I really like. Yeah, that. like I, um, I I also yeah. love it too. Um, it reminds me of the there's a movie called Office Space, um, which is mm. a movie set in the in the late nineties, and there's a there's a classic bit where one of the characters wants to, it's like it, it's like quarter to five, um, or like ten to five or something, and he's like trying to get his work done as fast as possible, like trying to close everything up so he can leave before his boss comes in and says, hey, I need you to work on Saturday. And it's a movie set in 1999. And so everything is like, like you know, it's all analog and floppy and all that stuff. Um, and his yep. computer's taking forever to just close programs and save things. <laughs> and he's just sitting there watching everything close while he can look to his left and see the boss slowly make his way over to yep. his desk. And like, uh, and it's just like this great moment of like, 
uh, he looks around and the boss is gone and the computer's done and he's like, yes, and he stands up and the boss is like right next to him. And that also <laughs> yeah. reminded me of Occupational Talk because I'm like, oh, Steve! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I wonder if Steve was... Because his character is this kind of like fumbling, he wants to be an actor, he wants to be a rock star, yeah. he's a security guard. I wonder if they wrote the AI, realised he's a bit silly... And then made him dumb. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, he's so cute. You can find... Have you, do you guys find any of his headshots around uh, the game? I didn't find his headshots. I found his tapes and I listened to oh, yeah, all of tapes. his tapes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I listened to all his tapes and I found all his headshots. Beautiful man. He's so thespian. <laughs> he's so fucking like... He just... He's just... Like my... I love his... I love his introduction to his character because he's just standing at a desk doing like are you talking to me oh, yeah. like uh, are yeah. you yeah, talking yeah, yeah. and you can you can stay there for a bit and listen to him go yeah. through just famous catchphrases from different and, like film movies. references he references like hannibal he's talking to clarice at one point yeah. yes yeah. yes he does the he does the hello he does the luke i am your father like and he's just like, <laughs> and like he obviously wants to become an actor because like everything that's his, his character like points in that yeah. direction but he's there like recording himself just saying famous movie lines and he's so, just so rubbish he's so <laughs> crap and he's like yeah. he's a gem honestly yeah oh um, my god yeah. I-, I wonder if they they designed him to be like that because they knew that the when you're in the gameplay and you're in these areas you shouldn't be in and the music the yeah like the music kicks in like this game is tense like we were saying before the before we started the podcast um yeah. but byron you're right it's a stealth horror game really <laughs> even though there's no violence there's no threat of maiming but the, yeah. the the tension and the stakes are as high, if not higher, than like when we played Soma for the podcast a few months ago. Yeah, because um, you you don't. It's not that you die and reset. It's like oh, you failed this level now. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so yeah, I wonder if I they they sort of made but... Steve this like he's this out of place American who wants to be in LA and is goofing around and. And he's having that discussion with Marlon at the top of the stairs in the second act. And Marlon's trying to talk about politics. And Steve's like, oh, yeah, I I guess I never really thought of it like that. Uh, (laughs) I got to keep walking around, Marlon. I'm sorry. (laughs) Marlon really gets, like, the voice of God in him at that point. He just, like, lets loose about the immigrants. And, and, like, like, in a good way. Like, he's standing up for them. Um, Yeah. And but, Steve's um, a security guard yeah. for this faceless company. He's just like, man, I'm just yeah. here to walk halls. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, other other fun gameplay things I really liked um, was um, you find a lot of information in notes. That's pretty much the game. Is yeah. you, you find things in like notes and emails and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you, uh, it's very like older adventure game style where it's like okay if i start the game with that knowledge those things will still be there yeah like there's, yes. a floppy, there's a floppy disk hidden in a meeting room on top of a light unit um but you can and, write down the passwords and just yeah and all the passwords are the same none of it none of that's procedural and things like that and I, i'm i'm really glad they didn't do it like that um because i think it wouldn't have felt as authored oh. <laughs> wrote down passwords <laughs> you wrote down all the passwords um but uh yeah so like a lot of that is and then them playing through this time as well because I'd often finished like the hour-long levels with half an hour left, it was like, well, I'm just going to kind of put it around because I because I knew where everything was. Um, Show and off. they were like, <laughs> no, no. The first time I played, I was rubbish. I was absolutely right. <laughs> that's the point. Um, is that yeah, I really like mastering those spaces. But um, yeah, and then the amount of things where it's like, oh, I found three of the same clue, but like I could have found them in various different ways, like either from like emails being sent between two people. You 
that everyone has a scent and, a, and an inbox. Hmm. So you can find clues either from the sender or the, um, the recipient, or you can find like there are often like two different clues that point to the same outcome and things like that. Um, like um, talking about like one of the one of the leads in the first level is that um, everyone's talking about the fact that Alex Dubois left Carla a threatening voicemail, yeah. but her answer machine is broken. Where's the answer machine then? Where's the where's the tape on it? Mm. And there are like three or four different leads that can lead you into the office with the answer machine tape in it type thing. Um, and yeah, I think that's really fun and really clever because if you're halfway through a lead and you find the cl- the same clue, it's not too bad because it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm definitely on the right path. Um, mm. But then there are issues where I, in the second level in the I- ICA, IPA building, um, um, IPA cool. is the is the dark one where Scarlet's talking to you the whole time. Uh, the uh, Meta Center, okay. yeah. the Meta Center, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, I remember, I remember it was the name I liked. Um, in the Meta Center building, there's a whole plot line where someone has a crush on someone, and they're hiding some really specific evidence. Um, so you find oh. all these like love notes hidden throughout the level that hint to the next love note, and all this stuff. However, I happened to f- the first note I found was the last one. Hmm. So it meant so it meant that like and th- this is one of the only linear chains um, in the game which will lead you you know to this one piece of evidence and it's a cassette tape implicating Charles Bowman as being racist and it's and it's like a big piece of evidence. Whoa! Um, but it's but the point is it's it's mm. been reco- it's been recorded over a s- Steve Steve's done like a like a mixtape where he's singing yeah. and so it cuts from Steve to this like really damning interview. It's very cute, yeah. but um. I, anyway, I, yeah. I found that tape, but I never listened to it. I found a mixtape, <laughs> but I never listened to it. I'm like, I'm not oh, listening to a mixtape. Oh, it's so good. There's a few of them. So it might not be the right yeah, one. But yeah, like, there's yeah. like, there's like, I want to say five. Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't five or, me. Five or three. Like th- there, was, there was a bunch. Because I remember like I had like a bit, little bit of time to kill because that 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 um mission, I got all my stuff done really quickly. That was when mm. like, that was when like I went from like, oh, like I don't know how the game works. Like, oh, like I'm into this game. Because yeah, I, yeah. I got everything done and I had like, I want to say like eight minutes of spare time. Um, yeah, which is a lot in this that's game. A, that's honestly. a ton <laughs> of time. It's like so much time. And I was like, great. So I'm just going to like go through other stuff, see what else I can find, you know, take take a pretty easy breezy. Um, yeah. and so I was like, oh, I've got some mixtapes and I'm in this attic that no one ever goes to. I'm just going to play this tape yeah. recorder for like a good long while while I just go on my phone for a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's fun. I, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that, that level's really fun. Um, you could tell they had a lot of fun designing it as well. They're like, well, this building, like they gave the building like this weird history where it's like, it used to be a swimming center and mm. stuff. Yeah. So they designed this beautiful pool room and things like that. Um, there are a lot of loose threads in that level, or or I'm just not clever enough to have found them. But like, there's a whole like server room down there that I never found a reason to use. Yeah, I, I um, didn't find any reason yeah. for it either. And 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 yeah. that's like that's downstairs with like um it's where with Dan goes. That's where the yeah. security office is. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Like it's right next to that, and I've used it as like shortcuts and things. Yeah, same. Um, but may- maybe the only reason it's there is that it wipes your floppy disk if you go through. Um, so that's another that's another gameplay thing as well. There there are these gates where you need to use a security card to get through, but if you go through them, they're magnetized, which will destroy any evidence, any digital evidence you have on you. Yeah. Um, so you have to find like weird ways around it, like crawling through vents or dropping it down, um, dropping floppy disks down rubbish chutes. Or there's a um, pneumatic yeah yeah posters n- n- pneumatic postal tubes. system. 
pneumatic tubes that you can fire around, and they're really fun if you engage with them, but you don't actually have to. Um, and there are also yeah. like ways to recover corrupt data through like certain yeah, it takes as well. like two minutes, and it's so it's aggravating. Um, yeah. Um, so so yeah. Byron, this is this is the thing that we we spoke very very briefly about the other day. That computer printer room downstairs that you never found a way in. <laughs> oh in the God. clock tower. Yes, yes. So you two have found a way into this printer room. The amount of times I've stood by a broken window, <laughs> like attempting to turn on that computer, like my character's like reaching an arm through yep. and like poking at a computer. How did you get in there? So you you're, can you're just the right unlock track. the door <laughs> from the broken window. The door's got oh an, God. it's just got one of those turn locks. So yeah. from the broken window, yeah, you just yeah. unlock the, the It's door. right there. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I had this thing right, where the computer was broken when I got in there, like mm. like on a gameplay level. Like it wouldn't let yeah. me interact oh. with the thing. Like yeah, you, you the only way it let me interact boat. with it if, is if I wasn't focused on it. So I had to like click on it out of focus, oh, and okay. then the button would work. So yeah. I, I was in that printer room for like six minutes, just going. Oh, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> I, I like genuinely started playthroughs beelines to that room being like i need to get on this computer it's like one of the only things in the game i haven't investigated there's nothing on <laughs> there it's just the, no, it's, just, it, there isn't. It, it, it's a printer's computer um yeah there was a fantastic <laughs> moment that happened to me so in the second level when you're um with uh, chance crow um yeah. i was in his room searching through things you know trying to find clues um the password to his computer is his nickname and mm. so what so what I was I got I, caught I, so I couldn't keep I couldn't keep trying to crack that. Oh, so yeah. I, I couldn't find out what the password to to Chance's computer was in his room because I I couldn't figure out what his nickname was and I realized that the um there were books from I'm assuming like one of his kids there called like yeah. the Angry Knockers or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what I did was I went under that room and I saw a little cubby hole that his kid had made, which has got drawings and little like little yeah. uh, letters that are magnetic to the filing cabinet. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, maybe this will be the thing. And I turn around and Chance is right there at the desk. The amount of times I'm like, hidden under that oh desk. Oh my <laughs> God. And so I freak out. And so I hide under the desk and I stay there. And he just sits down at his desk and starts going on the computer. And I'm yep. like, I need, I don't have much time left. I need to get him out of here because I have like a few more leads that I haven't finished yet. And yeah. so what I did was I reached over and I hit the off button on his computer. <laughs> and <laughs> so his character model just like stood up and went, uh, I've got so much coding to do and then walked away and I'm like there like my heart is bursting out of my chest and I'm like I'm so tense and I can't believe that he, like like in my mind what I'm seeing is just like this dude at a computer and this hand reach from a desk and just turn it off right in front of him and go back down without him realizing it was so funny it was the funniest fucking thing I love it because like how are they going to program to accommodate that of course not it's not like you have a physical arm or anything like that Um, my I had a really good moment on this playthrough where I in the first level with Carla I broke into her office I knew knew what her password was or how to find her password so I turned looked at it started typing at the computer copied and copied the the incriminating documents onto a um, floppy disk and obviously, it takes like an, an agonizing long time to do that yeah. as she walks into her office. So I just crawl under her desk and yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll just wait for it to finish copying. And then she sits at her desk, so her knees are like next to my face. <laughs> like, could you imagine this situation where it's like, oh, I'm this meeting with this journalist later? That's so <laughs> it's inappropriate. Just, like, it's under the desk. And, well, and like, there's like, 
a very well positioned whiteboard like running like at a right angle to her desk so I just like crawled out underneath that and then walked out of her office I did that too <laughs> I, I had to do that too <laughs> it's so good it's so tense but like also completely ridiculous um, yeah. because like if they could see you on the desks and they can sometimes but if they could see you on the desk it would break the game completely like you yeah, have to of be course, able to hide yeah. on the desks um, but it's just so funny um, yeah um I can't think of any so, other gameplay things to point out. Uh, I, I loved I loved opening and closing blinds and then being able to go to an individual and blind peek. and and you can peer peer through it. Um, which is yeah, like fun. the little slap blinds you can like wind and close. I do it religiously every time I enter a room. Yep, I'm yep, not gonna same. let that be the reason why I'm caught. Absolutely um, same. <laughs> um, and then, but yeah, you can lift up individual ones and peek through. I wonder how many people engage with that. I think I did it once. I was like, that's neat. And then never yeah, me, me too. Like Chelsea. I did it in the first <laughs> level as Scarlet, and then like. Like, I had too much stuff to do to worry about blinds when I was Miller. I, I had to get going. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah. Um, how good is the music in this game? It's good. really good. It's, it's really so good. good. Not just, like, because they, they, they have a, a big thing songs. at the start of the game. Yeah, they have a big thing at the start of the game being, like, this stuff is licensed, but you're free to stream it. Like, like all of this music is made for this game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is yeah, funny because nowadays like... Twitch wouldn't care. <laughs> nowadays <laughs> Twitch would be like, "Oh, hey, you got you playing fucking like Men at Work? Not too bad. Like you're out." <laughs> Strike um, one. But that when is... the when the yeah. warning comes up on the screen at the start, it says no user generated content will be flagged for takedowns. Mm. And I was like, "You can create music in this game? That's wild." <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Like you got the to- the clock ticking. Carlos sat at the desk, and you're underneath with the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I was like, oh, that's not what I thought this game was going to be. That's cool. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I think I, I assume what they did was they hired a bunch of local bands or something um, to do all this stuff because none of those songs are real songs. I don't think. Yeah, that's oh, what it said at the start. All the music has been made for the game. Yeah. What? Um, no, there were, there were um, songs I recognized in there. Oh, really? Yeah. No, they, sure. they were definitely yeah. The, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what the opening said. I can load it up and we can see. Yeah, you can have a look. Um, but otherwise, like the um, the ambient soundtrack is amazing too. Their their first game that they released, Ether One, um, the soundtrack to that game, I still listen to it when I'm studying. It's so good. <laughs> mm. um, I think I could be completely off base here. The guy that um, voices Bowman um, mm-hmm. uh, is the also the audio designer of the game. <laughs> All oh, right. right. Which, which <laughs> also, make... yeah, I guess we should have mentioned at the top, like this game is made by like less than ten people, which I think is yeah. incredible. <laughs> I, I, I think I saw a photo of the team, and I think it was about six people. Um, yeah, like it's... obviously more people helped out. Um, yes, but like yes. it was a, a team of six. It's it's it just it's just amazing that a game with this kind of like scope. I think is I think playable. This... <laughs> Something that gets me with this game is that it is so meticulously crafted. Oh, here we go. All music in-game is original content for the occupation. Any user-created content of the occupation will not be subject to takedowns. Oh, cool. Okay, so it is, it is all completely original then. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, but, yeah. Yes, uh, what was I saying? Uh, meticulous. Yeah, no, it's so meticulous, but also there's so many things you could do in these, in these hour-long levels. The, these, yeah. these levels are huge. They're absolutely gigantic. Yeah. Um, and so dense, and there are so many ways to. I can't imagine designing these levels because they're yeah. so, they're so 
intricately woven in on top of each other and around each yeah. other and against and between and like and like a mapping is... out would make no sense because it's 3d like there are multiple stories exactly. each, each level like what, um, what it me, is yeah. is it's a four-story puzzle box the yeah. whole thing is a gigantic puzzle box it, it's an it's a, it's a feat of of design honestly it's so um, good the um when i played this time around i played the first level and was like oh yeah there's an attic room like as I as mm. I was finishing the level, like I never needed to use the attic, like because you can use the attic to get to like various parts of the level quite quickly. Yeah. It's almost like a um, like a like you can just get to a lot of different places through this like hub in the in the roof. But I never needed it. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, yeah, I was I was a little sad about how much I remembered the layouts for the three the three levels because I really wanted to discover things again. <laughs> well, and honestly, I think that's a testament to the strength of the design of the place. Yeah. Um, they do make everything very memorable. They have like a couple of like builders notes around, like in chalk, yeah, just being like yeah. this way to this way to this office, this way to the uh, lost property, and things like that. Um, but for like cramped spaces yeah. where you can't really make it as memorable, less landmarks, and stuff yeah, like that, exactly, it really helps. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, the, yeah. I th I'm just going back to the audio. I th the mm. audio got me from this very very start, like before the menu with all with like the epilepsy warning and the and that digital content warning and like yeah. made for humble and made by white paper games and all that stuff yeah. like the 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 tense soundtrack underneath it it's almost like like a rock star like gta 5 red dead ambient soundtrack kind of yeah like. it's, it's a very it's very really moody very, yeah it's yeah. so good um yeah ether one has a very similar similarly good soundtrack that game's a lot smaller in scope though and it's not an immersive sim at all um mm. but um yeah one thing I remember about them when they tweeted about this game, because I was already a massive fan of theirs because of either one. Um, they, I remember them tweeting how it took them months to get the doors working because they needed <laughs> not only not only their players, because doors only open one way, like a, like a normal door. They're not all swing yeah. doors. Mm. Um, so they only open one way. Um, and the amount of times in this game I tried to push a puzzle. Um, oh yeah, God, but they need right. to work for the player and the AI and yeah. things like that. Um, and they need to do things like, for instance, when Dan goes to pray for 15 minutes um he leaves his door open so they also need to do things like that so that you can like break into his office without having to steal his key card and things. um right but, yeah and it's such a thing that like you completely take for granted in this game <laughs> um and they slam and you can open them at like various different angles and things yeah. um i, I also yeah. want to say that the ai doesn't play by the rules when it comes to pushing and pulling doors Oh really? I, I, want, I, I want to say yeah. there were there were a few times that I noticed an AI go through a door one way and I had to pull a door that they had pushed oh, really? through that's just so to make funny. it easy for the AI, which is totally fine. Uh, that's like yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, a complaint. Yeah. That's just like a that is yeah. an easier way to make this <laughs> game work the way me. it does. Yeah, but um, like it was a. So <laughs> I think I did notice every now and again. Like I feel like a, a, a one of the NPCs would would push through a door. Um, yeah. And then it would like and then I would close it behind him and I went to and I'm like. Please. And I'm trying to like push, yeah. the, trying to push the. I, I like I'd pull it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That that reminded me in the um, the meta center. You one of the doors is locked unless um, for like most of the level until uh, Marlin goes to play his harmonica, mm. which is really he funny. Plays yeah. harmonica? Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. He goes into the Bless pool him. for the acoustics and he plays the harmonica. Oh. Yeah. And you're trying to sneak around and you can just hear this beautiful old man playing a lovely little song. Um, oh, Marlon, I love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, soundtrack's amazing. I still haven't, I haven't bought it yet. I really want to. I think, I don't know if they have a comic book or something, or they have an art book. 
Um, I don't think my uh, I don't think my blood pressure would appreciate me buying that soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ether One is like a more like linear walking sim, but it has like puzzles to the left and right of the linear path. If that makes sense, so you can get more of the story if you do that. Um, and that's a lot more chill. That is a yep. much chiller time. Um, but, so, yeah. a question. We were talking about the interview with Chance Crow before, and when um, mm. Dan comes in to talk to Chance, and Allison takes the moment to show you something. Um, at when when Dan and Chance come back <clears throat> to talk to you about it, um, like when I played that, I got busted. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you always get busted? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I bet that wasn't in their design document from the start, um, because I've played. I've had flawless playthroughs, and Dan still is like, "Hey, we've caught you out of bounds." Yeah. And he's like, like, "Mate, you did not. I've done this flawlessly." <laughs> yeah. Um, I I know I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is a shame. Um, but I can understand why that, that they need you to like have your wings clipped at that point to put you into the next levels. A, a um, bit, yeah. Yeah, and, and they uh, need they need Charles to have the dossier too as well for the final level. Yeah, because you what the all the evidence you've been collecting becomes the MacGuffin at the end of yeah. the game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's pet o'clock at the moment. We've got Byron's bird Apollo joining in and Griffin's yelling yep. down the corridor. So <laughs> just letting you all know the yep. pet sounds are on our end. Madness. Um, I um, so yeah, I just, just so to. I, I'm I'm really glad we've had this very thought through and constructive conversation, but I need to let you both know how I've structured my document notes. Okay, <laughs> I'm very ready. <laughs> so I've got one page here. It's like audio, visuals, just a couple of things in each. Story is a good bit. Um, I wrote a lot for that first canal section, like um, oh, walking from the canal, a neighbor's bin has a pizza box in it maybe, but it also looks like a pizza sign. Like maybe they had to close their business. And then in parentheses later, I wrote, it's definitely just a pizza box. <laughs> but in my head, in my head, I'm like, oh, wow, look at this. I'm so there interested. There is a lot oh, of world. storytelling in the like, because you go back to that canal. Yeah. The end, yeah. Like, like, a, like a redux. I thought it was really good. And the trains um, going over the top and the graffiti in the second bit. And you the... guys know I'm a sucker for like ambient environment. Like I, <laughs> yes. I, I, I like, because I was streaming, I, I, I streamed some of this game. So I went through and most of like, the ambient environments I um, recorded for my streams were from the canal sequence, just because oh, nice. you can just like watch the trains go over you. Like there's benches you can sit on and stuff. Um, and the UI is so minimal sit... too that it doesn't like it doesn't get in yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, you can sit next to Marlin whilst he fishes and chats to himself. Mm, yep. <laughs> which is very cute. <laughs> um, oh, was that Marlin? Of course it yeah, was. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you meet Marlin before you properly meet Marlin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, yes. so yeah, I've got I've got audio visuals story gameplay and that all takes up a page and then uh let's and then i've got two other pages under one heading which is titled rants oh no which i will not subject you the audience or you <laughs> oh, i'm really Jeremy curious to. though I'm, I'm curious i'm curious because Wait, i think like, I totally I, i've bolded some of them and i do want to get to them but i <sighs> give it to this us. game is really well made and I really appreciate how it went about things. And it does an immersive sim in a way. And the way it is no compromises in it as well. The way, part of the things that made me rant in this section 
in these in this coming section is part of what makes it so good as well. The stuff we've spoken about, how it's really high stake and it's kind of unforgiving in a way that's very realistic, but it makes you believe that you're in there and it makes you buy into the realism of the setting that you're in. Mm. Um, however, I did find it just in general to be incredibly punishing for a first playthrough um, yeah. to the point where I was, I, I would um, play through these levels um, like we said, you, you can't save through them. They go for an hour long and they're, they, they're pretty obvious when you get a checkpoint. They're like, the game is just saved. The game will save at the end of this next section. Yes, and I would yeah. find myself quite um, tense at the end of it. And I would, I would give myself pretty regularly a break after each of those sections. Yeah. Um, but because of all of these discrete sections, every like the reason I would take a break at the end of each one is because I was very frustrated. Um, yeah. Coming out of the prologue, I felt very confused. What did I write? I um, I wrote, I feel so very much like is... I've been thrown in the deep end. I'm slowly mm -hmm. piecing this together, but I don't know why I'm leaning. I don't know what the consequences are. So I'm quite apprehensive and nervous, and I hate it. <laughs> that... <laughs> so is, that after the, is that after the Scarlet level? where you have like No, that is of, in regards to the Scarlet level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just trying to work out like which bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair yeah. enough. Uh, um, and the, the I hate yeah. bit was more in regards to how tense I was. I'm like, oh, I'm tense. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I just, I just want to accept that. It, so that's but, okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Like I said before, I think they made this game to be played at least twice. Um, especially the first level where you interview Carla. Because mm. they really throw you in the deep end there. They're like, okay, cool. You had this very quick level with Scarlet, which you couldn't actually fail. Um, yes. Um, yeah. And then... And then you, and then and then you just go in and you you know you're, you're Harvey you and they're just like great here are our leads, and then and there's Mina, like six of them yeah 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 there's and then Mina so kind many. of like, like calls you using the payphones like halfway through to help you a little yeah. bit yeah um, every time I got yeah. called though I felt I was being distracted like I could yeah. I couldn't every time I was playing the first one because so what I what I ended up feeling right. Um, was I felt that I didn't get anywhere near enough tutorialization in Scarlet's first section because mm. the game isn't about leaning around corners that much. Like, no. this, it's really just a mechanics tutorial. But I had no introduction to uh, finding notes for leads and um, going through uh, filing cabinets and yeah. using key cards and swapping key cards and yeah. using computers. Like, I got none of that tutorialization, which meant yeah. that the only time I started being able to learn all that stuff was once I was on the clock. Yes, and I, yes. I, And that really irked me because it felt like I had to learn all this stuff and gather all the relevant information and learn how to not get caught mm -hmm. under a time limit while learning all of it. I, I really did feel like I was set up to fail, which I found very frustrating and punishing uh, yeah. as a first-time player. And yeah. it led me to feel that I didn't... It led me feel... And I, under, I, I don't think there's no merit to... I mean, how am I, how do I want to phrase this? I, I, I think there, there is a lot of merit to um, having a game where you get multiple stuff out of it multiple times, or you get more stuff out of it multiple times, but there were no easy wins in that first section. So it wasn't no. like I felt, oh, I just had that feeling of satisfaction when I could point, put something back at Carla. Um, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't complete a single lead in the first no, section. No, I didn't in mine either. And I remember coming away from that interview being like, Carla seems all right. 
And yeah. now I'm like, you are just an awful, awful woman working for an awful company. Like, yeah, she's not nice. The thing that no, got me yeah. was that I had I had seen a lot of that evidence pointing that she wasn't that nice, but I hadn't been able to get any of it to the point where I could bring it in as evidence no in the interview. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm just stuck there asking these questions that I know aren't going to go anywhere. And then and I just have just to listen to Carla. Yeah. Oh, it was... <laughs> I yeah, was so frustrated by the end of that hour because I was like, I just have to sit here and listen to this person who I know is going to bend the truth or mistell a, a, yeah. a certain situation um, yeah. to bend it a certain way. Um, yeah. And so yeah. What, what I ended yeah. up thinking about was like, okay, why does this get me so much? And part of it is because part of it, part of the reason why it frustrated me so much is just because the way I receive information, right, and and deal with deal with failure like you know it took me back to moments in high school when it was like oh the kids are doing better than me and i want to do well and i feel like shit and that's a me problem right that's not a problem with the game so there's a part of that where i have to just separate that from me from rather from this discussion um what jeremy (laughs) (laughs) it's just really funny Um, Uh, sorry sorry keep going no no it's okay i just i wanted to give you that honesty (laughs) (laughs) no i think it's that fair i really hate losing at games um especially early on i Mm. was assigned as a journey i felt like i could never win that game so i just put it down um um but i think with this what got me going through it was i could see that there was clockwork happening you know like yeah. yeah like you can see this this kind of like machine running in the background and like the the sense of mastery I wanted to get over it, like yeah. completely pushed me through. Um, and and also, yeah, you can master yeah. it like a Hitman level. It's it's oh well, yeah, so, yeah. Hitman in this game have a lot in common with that. I, I was I was just, I was actually going to bring up Hitman because like uh, Hitman's kind of an immersive sim a little it, it, bit. No, like, it is. It is. It's, it's very light on the like hacking and computer stuff, but it's, yeah. it's still there is still this massive machine simulation running. You know, um, yeah, and yeah. and a, a lot of that stems from like you know the, the original immersive sim genres of like Deus Ex and like System Shock and stuff like and which is and when the, the Hitman games were relevant, right? When it was coming yeah. up the back of Thief and Deus Ex. Yeah, yes. and, yeah. And, and but like the like I think so the, there's like there's like this thing that like so like Warren Spector like the 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 the, the grandfather of of um, immersive sim. He's he's had this thing where he he said it more than once. I want like I want to say at least a few times over 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 a few years that his dream game is to, um, uh, it's it, it's an immersive sim set on a single city block, um, mm. but the city block is deep and dense yeah. and has every piece of information fleshed out, and you would play an entire game not in a gigantic world, but just in a very small city that is like finely tuned um and and i i think i think this does this does a pretty a pretty like it it, it does a, it does a good swing at that um yeah yeah I, I don't think like you know i don't think it's it it, it does it completely um like flawlessly um but like and and i think that part of that is you know like technical issues but i think part of that is also um the some of the design language of what they were going for and what they weren't going for like uh, like there, there, i think at some yeah. at some points in the game there was some uh crossed wires um for example i know this like this might have been a budgetary reason but one of the things that i would have actually really loved was the the backdrop of this game is this 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 act that's going through yeah and 
the the yes. Union Act, um, which is like a takeoff of like the British, like what's it called? The I had a, I had a thing for Brexit. It. No, no, no. B- before that, um, hang on. It's, it's, it's in one of these tabs. <laughs> printer. Uh, <laughs> printer. Printer. You printer and you Brexit. Oh my God. God's sake. <laughs> sorry, uh, I had to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> The, the, the national the national security strategy, uh, oh, okay. which yeah. which is which has been um, the UK's like culmination of counterterrorism, cybersecurity, military, air force, all that stuff, like in in yeah. one big umbrella, so that like uh, so like you know, frankly, a lot of the time they can control like their messaging, so everything feels like it's part of this one big yeah like uh, military industrial machine um yeah and the like uh, part of the backdrop of this game is that but the other part of the backdrop is this um is the one like it's it's going through already so the union act yeah. is already a thing that is happening there's no there's no upcoming vote um it's a thing that has already been put through yeah. and and they want support which i don't understand because i feel like if it's already gone through that it, they wouldn't even bother with that um the other thing is there are apparently protesters outside all the time. Um, yeah. And they are, you can hear them chanting, but you never see them at all. And yeah. I do you see the signs in one of the buildings, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, they, like, well, they, they throw a brick remnants. through a window as well. Uh, do you get that? In the first oh, level, in Harvey's first level uh, with the Carla interview, if uh, there's oh. a couple of windows you can pass by and a brick will fly through the window. Um, oh, and you can that. use that as a, as, a, as a line of questioning for Carlos as well. That's fun. Um, yeah, I I, w- I came in after the fact. It wasn't as the brick came through. The window was just broken. Oh, uh, okay. I wonder if you don't if you don't spend enough time on that side of the building, maybe you don't get it. But it's definitely smashed. Like on multiple playthroughs, I've had different windows break next to me. Right. Okay. Uh, because wow. they really want you. They really want you to get that line of questioning. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have that yeah, at all. Yeah, but that's the only evidence you see of a, of, a, of an angry crowd, um, and you can hear them a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Like I, I would, I would have liked to have have seen. And you know, like you know, character models are expensive and hard to do in animations. And yes. Stuff. Um, yes. So like you know, like there's 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 probably reasons behind that as well. But like I think, I I I think the to your point, Kerry. I I think I think the game is quite harsh. Um, I I think that. Um, on on my first playthrough, I got every piece of information apart from one. Um, when when I had an interview with Carla, um, hmm. and that was like like so like I I I feel like I I did like I figured out the game maybe sooner than than you had in your first playthrough. Um, the but like I I still agree with you that like it 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 is it is pretty harsh. Um, because it is a it is not just a skill amount that you have to put to the game to get there. Um, it is, it is a time amount and the time amount yeah. is not a thing that you can ever speed up. Um, and that's cause they don't want you to do things like saves coming um, mm. because they want your consequences to feel real because like, I like, like realistically, like my read of it is they wanted you to go through the entire game from cover to cover without doing chapter select. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, or like, like Richard, Hitman, which, where they let you use saves, where they kind of encourage you to use saves to create the perfect assassination, yeah, right? Yeah, whereas this, this is like you are that. flawed. Yeah, this yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Like, th- this is very much getting through the, the game from beginning to end, no matter how well you do. Because um, yeah. there's no failure in the game. Like, there's a good ending and there's a bad ending, but there's no, like, you know, you still get credits in the game. And theoretically, you know, 
uh, the good and bad ending is like up for interpretation in terms of like you can yeah be definitely because the good en- the good the ending other. seems to be more like the truth ending rather than like a good ending yeah <laughs> um, like like i i went on yeah. youtube and i watched both endings um just to make sure that like there was not three and yeah. like neither of them were like happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, like the, the country is in tattoos either way like yeah. this company has done a big number what carrie yeah. there are four endings are what? there so i looked up a walkthrough last night you 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 two also got some of me processing how to how to finish the game last night oh, yes yeah. i was, I was yeah. very confused but during that yeah. process i looked it up there are four different because you know there's the thing that happens where you see all of the newspaper headlines yeah. yes and there's different variations where it's like Union Act goes through, Alex Dubois is exonerated, um, and then Scarlet it's, it's either like Scarlet's unfriend. incriminated or you're incriminated or um, oh, yeah. Bowman's incriminated. And there's different variations on that depending on if you side with Scarlet in the IPA building or if you get the Bowman uh, okay. building cartridge. Because yeah. um, you can do things like, yeah, destroy. You can, you can like, Scarlet kind of strong arms you at one point to yeah. destroy some evidence but she doesn't tell you that she says oh if you do this you'll be deleting everyone's information and we'll have the only copy which we can then you know like all of these people's information's on there we can delete it right now yeah um what she doesn't tell you is that also her, the incriminating information about her is on that file too yeah <laughs> um yeah um so, oh, okay. so yeah just so, yeah. to point out there's there's a few there's there's four endings according to the walkthrough i was looking at oh right, interesting. interesting cool um yeah i think there's two discrete ones though where it's like yeah. where you know either you or scarlet are arrested um and you have different people wandering around her house at the end um so yeah. when i did it we both got arrested because that's oh, really? how badly i failed <laughs> the whole game <laughs> so, so scarlet calls when bowman's outside for a smoke and it's yeah. like, please, you have to come to my house and send this press release. It's all ready to send it. We're going to be fine. Just send it. Yeah. Don't publish the documents. Just come to my house and send it. Everything's here. It's fine. And I get yeah. to the house and then I'm like, all right, where's this press release that I need to send? And it's just this computer that doesn't have any buttons on it. There's just three cartridge slots. One of them's, one of them's in there already. Yeah. And then apparently I had one, which I don't know where that came from, from the IPA You would have got building. that from the IPA building. Yeah, the IPA. Which building. I don't remember at all. And then... <laughs> There's a slot for the Bowman cartridge, which is yeah. from the Bowman building, which I didn't get at all because you failed that uh, level because Stephen teleported behind me and then yeah. kicked me out. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I'm standing in this basement, like, what am I doing here? I have nothing to. I've I've snuck into this person's house and I've been caught by this company's surveillance team like four times and kicked out. <laughs> They've taken all of my investigative like information why am i here and my only option is to walk upstairs reveal myself to scarlet and charles where charles will be like great well we've got so much footage of you sneaking around our our building that we're just gonna pit it on you um and and then charles is like oh and scarlet i can't believe you would have thought that i would have hurt your kids anyway i'm gonna blame you for the explosion and you're gonna go to jail like (laughs) Why was that the only option available to me? <laughs> Why couldn't I go on the run? <laughs> yeah, like, leave! Go home! <laughs> Could you imagine trying to pack a, pack a suitcase with their analogue systems, though? By the time you've got, like, a couple of shirts that you've caught. <laughs> that's quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's like, a case of just, like, scope and budget, right? Like, they, yeah, they had, no, exactly. like, nine endings in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's so frustrating that that last level... Um, 
it's so easy to fail and then and then that's it um yeah and like so i i actually went back today to redo the last level so i can get a good ending um and i tried mm. about four times and i got caught 20 minutes into each of those four times which was <laughs> like and so like i yeah. i had to say like i don't have enough time to try it again and it's yeah i i i, I think it's it's I think it's actually accidentally too hard. Um, I th- I think mm. I think it's like I think technically, th- the the difficulty tuning wasn't just quite all the way there. Because um, a lot mm. of the time, what I would do is I would, I would be somewhere and I would actually intentionally create a ruckus. I would like go into a room, open the door, set off the alarm, and then I'd go yeah. the other way and go downstairs because I knew that Steve would have to go up and like fuck with the alarm. Yeah. Um he didn't have to go all the way there to do it because I, the moment I was going downstairs, he was also like hobbling downstairs and the alarm was just magically off. And like, yeah. th- 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 there was a level of disconnect of like, okay, like they're actually yes, kind, of, kind of always a threat, isn't it? Yeah. They're yeah. He's rubber banding around me in a way that I think is a little bit, is a little bit too close. It's a, it's a little bit too claustrophobic for me to feel like I can comf- like semi comfortably go around and actually look for clues. Um, whereas I think, mm. I think the crow level um, they they found that balance really quite well. It's um, a small level as well. It's very dense, but it's, yeah. it's small. In and and it's also uh, far less leads as well. Yeah, I, th- I think there's four. I think I think there's only four in that level. Yeah, as opposed <laughs> to the, like six or seven from the first mission. Yeah, that first level is huge. Um, oh, which then... is funny because like I also think that the that for the most part the difficulty in that first level is also quite good as well. Um, yeah, as long as you have like i reckon carrie if you went back through that first level i reckon yeah as long as you get the game like once you've played the game that first level is tuned nicely but 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 yeah they do shove you in the deep end they really um, do and let let steve tell you about clarice um but um, it it, it took me about 30 40 minutes into that first level before i realized i could change key cards for example um because like it was just i I just didn't think to see the prompt as a Mm. thing that was on screen for me to do for some reason that prompt in the middle of the screen i just didn't didn't it see just, it yeah yeah no I, I like just it just doesn't show up for me in any any meaningful way um um so it's funny they don't actually explain those doors that wipe your um that wipe the one of the cool floppy disks mm. they yeah, don't even you, explain you that until the second to last level <laughs> like they don't actually explain the mechanic and you just kind of have to work it out which i did um but i did i do i do like that mechanic it's like oh i fucked up now i've got to go down here and i've got to spend like a few minutes doing this and, yeah um yeah and every yeah. time it happens, I go, oh, if only I just knew what, like, room the pneumatic tube was in that I needed to send this to. I should do that next time. Never did it. Never yeah. never <laughs> once paid attention to pneumatic tube numbers. There was no. one time I knew I needed to, but I forgot to write down the number anyway, because I'd use them so rarely <laughs> that I forgot that I had to remember the number. And yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm, like, three minutes past it. I'm climbing up a ladder on, like, the third floor, like, way away from it. And then I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> 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 I don't know what to do now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I found the way, like, like talking about how each of the levels felt in terms of, like, pacing. And, like, I, I kind of felt like the difficulty, for, for me at least, I kind of felt like the difficulty curve was backwards. Like, they, they, they give you so many threads, and I was so pulled in so many directions that I didn't manage to pull off any single one of them in the first one. And then the yeah. second level, I kind of, I was like, all right, I want to make this work. And I could, because I could be a little bit more focused. You know, you get mm. called a couple of less times, and um, there's yeah. just a couple of other few things to do i think the space is also a little bit smaller as well yeah um, yeah yeah and then you get that ip that really linear ipa section where uh scarlet's talking to you which yeah. i thought was really good i thought that was 
that 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 made me feel good because I felt like I was engaging with the mechanics of the game, yeah. without failing. Um, yeah, and so that was really cathartic for me to have that section. And then the third segment is like, okay, look, you, you've got the mechanics, you've gotten this far, you, you're gonna have to have gotten the mechanics at some point. Try to make it work. Um, so la- last yeah. night, my my plan was finish it last night, do the uh, first mission again this morning. I ran out of time this morning. I was watching press conferences because Melbourne's going into COVID lockdown again. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I didn't quite get that perspective, which I'm sad about for this podcast. Yeah. Um, but so last night I, I was playing the ending, got caught by Steve and had to watch the fully bad ending that I got, which I was very frustrated <laughs> with the whole time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Were you just like sitting there seething you, you while they're telling the you you can't skip the credits you and you have to listen to costumes. Steve singing badly over them the whole time. <laughs> and he's the guy who ended my playthrough. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's just, just singing there just like, and I'm like, shut up. I found it so endearing the first time I finished it. That's the thing. I wrote it down here. I'm like, let me skip these. I just got forced to finish this game, this version of the game that wasn't even what I would have been able to do. I have to listen to Steve sing badly over a song. And I'm sure it would be a great moment of levity if I hadn't just been fucked with. <laughs> <laughs> by, by specifically that character. Um, one thing I will say about the difficulty as well, which is like a strange thing, that third level is one of my favourite levels, but there's no picking up leads, there's no suitcase. You don't have your briefcase in that level. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it feels like you're still you're still playing the game with your wings clipped and you're, you're engaging with similar mechanics, but there's no interview at the end. The game has trained you for this interview um yeah. that isn't coming and like you, you instead what you're doing is now you're you're almost being scarlet sorry um <laughs> where right. you're where you're like moving around the building um you're almost being scarlet like in like but like non-linear but you're not prepping for an interview at this point you're trying to steal something from the company um yeah. through like a like a byzantine maze of of like key cards and uh, yeah. punch yeah. cards and, and data reels, reels and data and... reels yeah can, um, can i ask can yeah. i ask for that last mission do you have to put real b into like real b like re- like no. reader no. b no you just no, put you them don't. into any readers oh thank god because like i <laughs> so when i went through it last night for the second time i got all the way to the time limit Mm. But I just couldn't. I didn't find a floppy disk anywhere in the level, and so I couldn't finish uh, it. And so, so I'm just annoying. standing. I and and it's like two minutes left. I'm like, I can't find one. There's nothing left for me to do anymore. I need a floppy disk to put it in the server, but I can't do it. And I got yeah. all the reels going, and I didn't get caught. Um, and so that that felt good. And engaging that mission, you know, it was very tense, and that's fine. It was, it was yeah. the mission. But I'm like, there's two minutes left, and I've got this meeting, so I guess I'm going to go talk to Charles. And I walk downstairs, and Dan's just standing at his desk behind his chair, not <laughs> moving anywhere. And then I'm that. just standing there with him, and I can't talk to him. And then all of a sudden, it just says, escape the IPA building. And I'm just standing there in the foyer, like, <laughs> what am I doing here? And I I, so honest, I just alter forward the game, because I was yeah. like... Yeah, it's too, it's too hard. It's too late. There's nothing I, I felt yeah. that, like I could have done. I know there's something I missed. I, obviously, I could have made it happen, but it was just like, yeah, that's so frustrating. Um, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like I said, I, that final level, just like mastering it and being, I'm realizing you don't need to turn the timer on was just so good. <laughs> like yeah. just being like, ah, oh, Steve's not here, and I can just play this on like it's it's a maze. Like it's more of a labyrinth than it should be because all these security doors aren't open, but uh. Um, but yeah, I haven't got a timer, so I can just kind of potter around. I so. did absolutely love having all of the timers in the in the center, like being able to see it. 
I thought that was sick. Um, that was cool. I, yeah, rather than checking your watch, there are these like, I, like I don't know what purpose they serve for the company. Yeah, <laughs> <So> totally. <laughs> they're, they're really like ominous digital clocks. Um, yeah, they're everywhere yeah. too. There are so many of them in every <laughs> yeah. fucking room. They're all just in like the middle of like a building site. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I also don't. Okay, so what are the what exactly are the clocks counting down to? That's the thing. I thought I had to be there when it got to zero, but oh, it's see. sounding like so, Byron. It's just no, like y- y- uh, they are counting down to <laughs> MacGuffin. I'm not actually sure what they're counting down. I to. have no idea. I mean, now's probably a pretty good time to actually just go to a break anyway, um, because we've been speaking for about an hour. Um, so yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back with more occupation. Welcome back. We are still talking about the occupation. For us, it was an amount of time. For you, it was a far less amount of time. Um, <laughs> that's how that time works. Time dilation. Through the power of editing. Um, <laughs> and black holes. Uh, and black holes. Um, we have skipped time. We are now ahead. Um, so, I think maybe what we should talk about next is like, like character, like motivations and agendas. And I guess like the, 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 the union act itself, I think is something yeah, I, I do want to... I the think, actual like capital P capital P plot. Yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah. I think there's two things we could talk about with the Union Act mm-hmm. slash the characters and plot, and I'd like to do both of them. Um, one of them is the plot as is, as 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 a text, like as yep. in like what is the plot about. But then also, this game was made with Brexit circling around it as a hurricane. It was. I think that yeah. I think that could be interesting to talk about as well. Um, yeah, it's interesting when I was starting it up. I assumed that this game came out in like 2015. I don't know why I thought that, but I thought this game was way older. I'm like, oh wow, they sort of foretold this this, this kind no, of no, this cultural yeah. rift happening in in the state in the in England. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty sure it. it came out like during, or like it was certainly being worked on when mumblings of Brexit happened. And I don't know if that's just like because it was being worked on for I think. Uh, Ether One came out in 2015, and this came out in 2019. So it was before Brexit came into like the forefront of media. Maybe that partially a happy accident, or maybe they changed gears to suit the narrative. Um, what? what uh, do you mean? Brexit referendum was 2016. 2016. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. You're oh joking God, so me. No. When was Brexit? <laughs> what are you talking about? Because <laughs> you're kidding. Oh it my was, god, it was. Yeah, because uh, it was it was David Cameron, remember? That was god, three, uh, that was that, that was two British prime ministers. Ago. Yeah. I've been in Australia too. Yeah, long. because cause, I keep thinking I've only been here three years. No, no. So 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 David Cameron was the prime minister when Brexit went through, which is why yes, he resigned any, almost immediately. Yeah. And then and then Theresa May was left to try and put it through, and then like she couldn't yeah, fucking get it through good. either, because it turns out they're all incompetent. Whoa. Um and yeah. the idea, was, yeah. Anyway, oh, okay. Yeah, yep, yep, the yep. game. God, that's not. <laughs> so um, definitely made within Brexit. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's so funny. I think uh, those three years just condensed into six months for me. Um, <laughs> so the plot of the game, obviously, the big, the big thing is there's a corrupt company who are lying to the public, who are then, um, you find out halfway through the game that. Oh, okay. This is being advertised to the general public as an immigration bill. This is this is how this company 
plans to deal with the inverted commas immigrant problem. Um, and and basically that, that's what people think they're voting on. They think they're voting on whether or not foreigners should be able to stay in the country or illegal, illegal foreigners should be able to stay in the country. Um, however, halfway through the game, you discover uh, through an encrypted document that um, this is also a surveillance act and um, they'll be using targeted surveillance on everyone to try and weed out immigrants but at the same time obviously that poses so many more ethical problems about privacy about like what they could use that information for you know down the line in the future and also the people handling the creation of this program are incredibly flawed like chance crow is not a nice man whether or not he's a racist he's he is not <laughs> he's not a good person um and the way he describes um like the crisis uh, like he c- keeps calling it the immigrant problem and stuff and you can see him catching himself whilst he says it realizing yeah. that he, he's letting his personality out <laughs> um and then obviously charles bowman is caught on tape being like some people call me a racist and the detective act- actively says to him well are you and yeah. like, he doesn't answer the question um and it's just yeah um that's kind of what the plot is about like everything else is like that's kind of the the, the fire that starts everything like well, that's why scarlet wants to whistle blow um and and then ends up you know accidentally killing 27 23 people at the start of the game um including her husband um and yeah everything else spirals from that yeah it's it's the uni act is weird. Um, I think. I I I I, th- I think I think they are pulling from from two things. I th- I think uh, like or three things even. Um, the like Brexit is one because you know like a, a lot of the a lot of the ridiculous messaging around Brexit was you know like like you know keeping Britain British or whatever the hell and like you know like and yeah. and, and, and all of that horribly racist rhetoric. Um, and. Uh, but like I, I think also the Union Act like does borrow from the securities thing that that England has been pushing for. Well, the sorry, the UK has been pushing for a while, I should say. Yeah. Um. But I also think that they are evoking a very specific, um, a, a very specific political climate of the patriarch in America as well. Um, because mm, yeah, like uh, post nine eleven, the patriarch came in and basically changed that country forever um which yeah. is it's this horribly messed up act which which you know took, threw them into war and like it like it militarized so much of that country and a lot of it was very like i i think i think where they borrow from that from that side of it um is specifically the the reaction like the 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 game's reaction to the bombing in lens of the Union Act. Um, the, yeah. the 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 growing support that the that the UK in this game has for this act post the Turing bombing, as it's known in in the game. Yeah, and and that's why, with my limited understanding of what happened, because I couldn't follow through on a lot of those leads, that's why I began to suspect because Bowman is so duplicitous. Um, yeah. that's why I just began to suspect that um, Alex had been set up to look like it had been him who had mm. done the explosion and then they'd set the ex- like i started thinking some like we had to make we had to push the public slightly further 
into yeah. believing that immigrants were dangerous. We had to, we believed it, but we had to show them that. Yeah, that was and the they way. almost so do, but not in such an overt way. Like they do it yeah. through um, through Carla, who is print, who is the head of print media, who is like yeah, with their propaganda the posters, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, they do a lot of propaganda and things like that. However, Alex Dubois was just. He just lost his key card, and his family happened to be immigrants. And yeah, uh, yeah, um, and he was angry, and he didn't Rightfully do the bombing. So. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that, that man is the victim throughout the game. Even, even after when you, like, if Scarlet gets like, you know, a warrant for her arrest out and stuff, he's still suffering. His family is still out of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and it but, also um, shows you that that um, it shows you the side of the how everyone in the company has the mindset that he's guilty. They're ready for him to be guilty. They've basically yep. decided that he is. Because yeah. they, and also, it, it, it makes it sense and, and their yeah. beliefs line up with that, so they yeah. let themselves believe it. Yeah, because of course it can't be, you know, the white woman whose husband just passed away. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It, 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 like, this just, it, it is that self, it, like, it, it is an, it is an aerobarus of the, of the, 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 the Union Act proving that the immigrants are the ones that are the dangerous ones when, the like one of the one of the only reasons a, a thing like the Union Act would be able to come through is if that country was already quite closetedly racist, um, yeah. and would then the self-fulfilling prophecy would only work for them in that in their favor. Um, you know, if if she had stolen somebody else's ID, you know, mm. there's a good chance that like a, an idea like an idea of a white person, an idea of someone who was not um, a, a descendant of immigrants. Um, yeah, like, so Carla, for, example. for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, the the conversation surrounding that would have been completely different. Um, mm-hmm. And they wouldn't have immediately rushed to uh, like to, 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 uh, deport this poor family. Um, yeah, I I think I think the game is trying to say something about like this like the, the surveillance that is you know through the um, the the Union Act um, that is like a, a complete send off of the Patriot Act because that was one of the biggest things about post nine eleven America was just like. Hey, like we're just going to spy on everybody. Yeah, um, that yeah. was like that was the whole. That's like the biggest issue with the Patriot Act. Um, the the ending of this game doesn't give you any like any like joy or hope or any like you don't feel like you've actually no. really solved anything. Um, you you yeah you fit you finished that story like that that like the story of Harvey yeah. Miller and Scarlet are done. They can't do anything else. But you haven't saved the country. No. Like the country, like I think, if you tell the country the truth, there are riots in the street um, and things like that. And the Bowman Carson group, I assume, are destroyed. But it doesn't. Nobody's happy. <laughs> uh, no, but but also I don't like. I also don't buy the read that they would be rioting in the streets for two oh, really? reasons. One, because. England, much like Australia, is far too like placid with its like r- retaliation yeah. to awful government. Um, they are so like just subdued yeah. in so many yeah. ways. Um, and to for it to get to this far, that country would already have to be a no small level of on board with what has been happening. You know, the Union yeah. Act, yeah. while they were lied to about it, is still a fundamentally racist and xenophobic um yeah concept right, to put through yeah. and it's already been put through which means they would have already had to have some form of xenophobic or racist government in charge yeah. to put it through even and though campaign. that this, 
yeah, yeah. campaign and then voted on, um, you know, which is where obviously a lot of the Brexit um, uh, uh, like analogy comes from um, because, you know, while while nobody th- well nobody while many people thought that brexit that 2016 referendum was not going to go through sure. um because everyone thought like once again i'm saying everyone once again many people thought that it was a, just a yeah. dumb useless thing that old yeah. people would be happy to do and but it was going to be overwhelmingly you know against <laughs> yeah um it turns out that's not the case um and it turns out when you're uh, not politically active this these things can happen um yeah. and so for it to get to this stage already there is like fundamental structural issues with that country that wouldn't be like that that wouldn't be saved immediately with you know a report uh, yeah. out of out of out of this one investigative journalist the, no matter how good yeah, the report is the yeah i think it's like it's bleak but semi-hopeful this read on the country um like it's bleak because sure the Biden Carson group gets shut down but the reasoning for it is because they're spying on white people it's not because they're racist yeah it's yes, because yeah, they're yeah. taking away the rights of the you know the middle and upper class um but it's hopeful because it assumes that people will understand what that means in the what yeah 80s like these like the staff members already don't know how to use the own technology in their building, let alone trying to explain something like Silhouette, which is the name of the spy software. Yeah. Explaining that to, you know, Greg, who owns the um, the corner shop. Like, he's well, just going to be like, like, well, is it going to stop the immigrants? You know, like, he's, he's not going to care. And um, it's like that thing, like, someone posted in our Discord the other day of, of, like, talk show hosts talking about the internet, like, 27 years ago or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. And they're talking it's... about, like, how they don't know how to read out an email because they don't know how to what to call the at symbol, and like, and they're <laughs> yeah. and they're like, uh, Charles, can you get us a definition on what internet is? And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like but yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's, it's hopeful in the in the sense that that somehow these like I think there's like over fifty publications you leak it to. Uh, they have somehow been able to teach everyone IT, <laughs> um, yeah. or or at least make them care enough about their privacy. Because back then, um like privacy wasn't something you thought about because people it's privacy is someone sneaking into your house back then it's not yeah. someone reading your emails it's not someone reading your post uh, it, or maybe it is but uh, yeah. yeah it's someone reading your mail not your email yes exactly um but and, yeah and it's especially I, not somebody yeah. listening in on your conversations which is what you do a lot of in this game and how so many people do get caught out with evidence yes. um yes um and it, it's very like like uh, back then you know there was a level of uh, like you, like you're right like there was a level of like assumed privacy that everybody um had mm. and there was a th- there's there's a like i i don't know if it's like you know if it's too oh, what's the word like not like not like it was simpler times back then but there was that yeah. like th- there was less openness with a lot of communication back then which is why um there's that great conversation with the janitor whose i've named once again forgotten marlon um, marlon um he his character sticks out like a sore thumb because he is working yeah. class and is yeah. so outspokenly political um yes you yeah. know has open political conversations in the middle of the halls with steve and steve is there like not either not understanding not comprehending or not listening um yeah but being polite yeah. enough to to engage him for <laughs> for, an, for an amount of time that you get to hear all the good stuff um yeah 
and and even you know uh and marlon you know is is criticizing um the upper class by saying you know like you you complain about immigrants well if you know you complain about immigrants you're gonna send all the french back as well and you can hand back you add back your yep. bloody baguettes and all the cheeses and all that yeah, yeah. um i love him he's so bits. angry i love him but the thing is now imagine marlon reading the report that was sent that was leaked right and try explain to marlon privacy you know like how would you do it? How would you make him care about it? Because he like he computer cares. privacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he clearly cares on like a human level about the union act, right? But now imagine it's the it's someone on the other side of the aisle, someone who wants these immigrants out of the country, and then try and then but and also try and tell them that, that this is bad for you as mm. well as the people you want to get rid of. Like yeah. you need to see this as something about you. Like that that what doesn't quite ring true um, about the ending for me is that somehow. Somehow, uh, Scarlet and Harvey's Harvey, Scarlet and the journalists' um, actions. Yeah, Harvey Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you convince the country to the um, and and teach the country what happens. Like yeah. beyond beyond the people that already care about this already and probably have voted against it. You know. Um, and I think I think that brings up something for me as well. I don't understand why this is set in like super high tech eighties. Why is I, yeah, it in I the eighties? Like it could have just been in the nineties and the the metal gates wiped CDs that you were burning and mm. like yeah, you still I could have had things setting... been arbitrarily slow. I maybe think it was they've... an artistic design. I don't know. I I think it, maybe it's an artistic thing. Maybe it's um, it's a cool like concept. Wanted... Yeah, it is a cool concept, and like the music and like that era clearly spoke to them because they they used that era really well. But I do wonder why they picked that era. Because I mean, they they clearly didn't want to do anything post nine eleven for for the Patriot reasons, right? They, yeah. Um, um, well, okay, but also like England throughout the eighties, like that's Thatcher, like that that was that so was Thatcherism. That's true. Um, yeah. So that yeah. was that Fair was enough. England at you know one of its biggest conservative heights um, because she yes. was so strong um and like evil um and like it's uh, like i i think that's that's a very like like i feel like almost that thatcher england is likened to nixon america in terms of sure. like like the like the the strength of the conservative party in, and in like both paranoia of those countries. and yeah like paranoia um, as well as well as um the level of espionage that was going on um mm. because you know like I- if this game was set in america you would set it during like the the cuban missile crisis you would set it during yeah. Wargate because you, yeah. that is just the place you set that game because it makes the most sense because immersive sim lends itself so much to that it, it, exactly yeah. <laughs> and and i think i think also like the game that they made with briefcases with um rotary telephones yeah. um no mobile phones pages yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But also digital clocks, um, early Analog computers. Clocks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, like all of that stuff, I think lends itself to you not having that easy out of just text them or that yeah, easy out yeah. of take a photo. Um, yeah. Oh, and like pay phones as well the whole time. Yeah. yeah like you need exactly. Yeah. I, I think it is a good, it is a good period to send in. It's just funny how they had to like do this like pseudo technology thing for this one company to to make it more interesting. And I I, mm. I don't hate that at all though. I think I think it's genius. No, um, yeah, um, yeah. I, I do wonder if you have a magnet that is strong enough to um, wipe a drive as you walk through a door. 
can you yep. really turn that off? Um, because <laughs> part, of me, part of me did wonder, like, you know, magnets, like, they're just going to be magnetic. I love Jeremy, the- have you not heard of electromagnets? Uh, the electromagnets. I have. I know. I love the idea of you walking through the door and your keys just stick to the door frame. <laughs> You're, you're, like as you walk through your jacket opens because the buttons and the zipper on either yeah. side just like cling, <laughs> like, cling. Um, every time yeah. you walk through it with your briefcase it just like you're holding it in your hand and it just to the side and you have to like pull it off um, um, back onto the topic of like characters and stuff I am obsessed with the voice actress for Scarlet I think she's incredible yeah. she like I think she carries like every single scene, scene she's in I'm just ah oh. She blows my mind. Um, but I, I don't actually know who it is. <laughs> but I think, uh. I think she, she, did, she did such a good job at being um, sympathetic. Um, yeah. Especially when you're going through the ruined building. And she's talking about like how her husband left a towel on the bathroom floor. Yeah. And it was like, well, I'm not picking it up. He should have picked it up. But he's dead now, so it's still there. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember that dialogue. And I went, oh, like, oh. <laughs> like, she was so good. strong. And a lot like, of that, like, you, you hear the, the, like, the half sentences and the, not to be gross about it, but, like, the mouth noises of the, the like, thinking noises. and the, like, uh, I, you know, just, yeah. uh, yeah, no, she, she did really well. I did she, find in that, you know, that first, very first cutscene, which is of near the end of the game when um, Charles is in the house and, and she's, she's running around with her kids. Yeah. And yeah. you get that at the start of the game. I feel yeah. like there's a real mismatch in the audio audio quality and acting quality between the two of them. Like, I feel I like it. both of them were recorded in different rooms, in, like, different settings. And so I'm oh, listening, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And also, you sound like you're in a cupboard, and you sound like you're in a $20,000, <laughs> like, audio recording studio. Like, <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. That's not something I ever pick up on. Um, but uh, I, I really, yeah. really liked the voice actor for Allison. Um, I think she did a, a really, really. <laughs> she's she's really... white. <laughs> <laughs> she does actually have voice lines though. Does she? She um she makes like I, mouth sounds when she talks. Yeah, I when heard. She talks I, with her hands. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's that, that, yeah. that's a good touch. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. To, I wanted to bring this up for the visuals as well. They did a great job of you know for a limited animation and character budget as well. They did a great job of actually showing uh, the 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 hands. Apparently signs. they're all legit. I can't speak with sign language, but um, apparently that's all legit. Um, that what what <laughs> what does take me out is that everyone's else's animations are like very restricted because obviously they have a budget, you know. And then suddenly these two characters gain a dexterity that yes. just does not exist in this world. <laughs> I, I, I also um, did notice that. I thought it was but, fine, but I completely went, totally Oh my fine. god, they, and, they and made like, an effort. They yeah, right? It was more of a case of like, wow, they really went there and mo these like actors or yeah. whatever they did to, to get those animations in the game. It was was cool. Um yeah, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of any other stand. Yeah, Chance Crow stands out really nicely as a baddie. Yeah, because yeah, he's, it's just he's almost like Charles Bowman, but like purified a little bit. You know, mm. like he's the face. He he's almost like oh, this is the Bowman Chuck. Um, this this is the person working at this place. This is the the kind of like insidiously racist, but also if someone picked a fight with him, he'd never admit it. Um, yeah, but, but also, but also also knows how to write this algorithm so that it's the most effective for yes, their purposes. Yes, because he's clever. Yeah, he's not an idiot. Um, yeah, he's like psychopathic and like sociopathic with yeah, his it's like, like... this big disconnect. Yeah. Um, and everything and everything that happens outside of this building does feed the employees inside, like um, like Carla and him, who are kind of like, where it's like, well, these people throw eggs at me on the way to work. Why would I like them? 
and it's like well, it's like just like have a them. think like have a have a <laughs> yeah. single critical thought yeah you whereas like Alison Alison seems to come across a bit better but obviously it's, it's hard to understand her because you'll be it's being translated by her opposite you know it's being yeah. translated by a man that doesn't agree with her um yeah the only real one-to-one interaction you've got with her is this is this sort of grand hurry. like yeah defiant gesture against the company that she's working for that is very hard yeah. to interpret um, yes yeah that yeah. oh, she gives I, you the password yeah yeah i do i do think it's 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 very interesting the way that you know we're talking about you know we're talking about the union act and what it's representing and i'm so glad you two are more up on this than i am um because <laughs> i'm just getting much more from the story of this game um because i knew it was there but i didn't like know it but sure. point, point being, I think it's very interesting the way they they tell such a grand story and, you know, one that you're right, I don't think gets anywhere near resolved by the outcome of this game um, mm. because it involves millions of people. Yeah. But at the same time, tell an incredibly uh, close-knit person, interpersonal story as well. Um, yeah. You know, you, you get that the workplace relationship stuff of, like, Alex and Carla and, like, what happens when someone who's got a personal issue it sort of affects the company and the company can maybe do something about it like was alex's family going to get sort of like a be turned like a blind eye to because alex worked at uh, carson bowman and maybe they're going to be allowed to stay but until the explosion happened and stuff like that um, oh no that was actually that was one of the things that made him send that voicemail was that he worked there and he found out the day they got deported. This was like the day before the bombing, oh, right. or something, yeah. or like a week before. But yeah, like I, rem- but I, I, I remember that he was bringing are... it up to people and yeah, asking like, yeah. if anyone could do anything. Yeah, yeah, like he's running around panicked. Then he loses his key card, and then the building explodes. Um, but um, <laughs> naturally, <laughs> um, but yeah, like you have these amazing interpersonal relationships. Um, but then when you're in the building, you've got these big players. But then you have the the working class in there with you. Um, yeah. You know the two the two security guards and Marlin, um, and uh, yeah, it's interesting because Dan never seems to engage with any of it. No, um, I I think you'd actually have to follow him around and listen to him muttering, I guess, to get he, his opinion on it because he doesn't. He leave does. Back, really. He reads the paper in the chair in the foyer in the last level in the last building. Oh, okay, yeah, and he'll he'll just say stuff like, "Oh, the stuff you read these days." A very general like dismissal. Of uh, okay, that's interesting. Because yeah, as I say, yeah. I think you'd have to follow him around because he doesn't really leave leave documentation really. Mm. Um, um, very and then taciturn. Yeah, and then Steve, you know, he wants to be an actor, and that's <laughs> and like he just totally like it just washes over him when Marlon has that. Are you and then, yeah, Marlin, me? <laughs> and then yeah, Marlon who who is very opinionated, but is you know he's a cleaner and doesn't have much like clout at the company at all, um, and maybe doesn't even understand that that's what this company is doing. Like I yeah. don't really know. I don't know how much Marlon knows about the Bowman Carson Group. Yeah, if he's he's bringing it up as like water cooler talk, then maybe he probably doesn't really get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he just knows about the bill and doesn't realize, you know, like like yeah, yeah. he'd read the newspaper um and and basically his opinion off that and and that's about as yeah. far as it would it would start um, and end. I'm trying to think of any other characters that we meet. Akala, who's obviously just insidious, um, but like who's... on a personal level, she didn't like Alex. It's his fault. It was not. It maybe it's maybe him being an immigrant or him having an immigrant family like um 
that lends itself to her not liking him. But she she didn't like him, and so she she pinned like she pinned this mistake on him or like oh he left mm. me this threatening thing this this big scary brown guy was mean to me you know mm. and then everything explodes from there, um, and then you really have to confront her over and over again in her interview yeah. to to yeah, get her to be like <laughs> yeah she does talk a lot but like I mean, she's PR <laughs> yeah she um. But it's not until like you you give her like three or four pieces of evidence that she starts to be like, oh, maybe I was mistaken and stuff. But it's not my fault, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just want to shake you. Um, yeah, and then a yeah, quick, crow. A quick question: Who's Sarah? <laughs> did you bump into her in the first level? Yeah, I did. I got into I got into is it Alex's office? Alex, yeah, she sits there, doesn't and she? she? I won't think... leave. I know. Yeah, it's like halfway through the level, she just goes and sits at his computer. I'm and not I sure thought, who she is. <laughs> and I hadn't gotten fully used to the um the music yet. And so uh, yeah, I, and so there was just this <laughs> boom doom doom boom yeah. and I'm like, whoa, okay, is this is this someone who snuck in and is stealing information? I'm gonna confront them. And then they're like, Miller, you can't be in here. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they I'm escort sure me out is. and that's a strike against my name. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I assume she just works there and she's just like an employee i don't remember and she's just um, casually sitting at this this employee's office who's currently i wonder if like, she's friends with him I bet and there's graffiti on the walls of the office and she's just having a smoke i'm like what the hell is going on here i wonder if she's a friend or like someone that felt betrayed or i bet there's documentation in the game to kind of explain who she is mm. um but it's you never officially meet her she does know who you are because if you bump into her in the corridor she says hello and stuff i mean everybody um, knows everyone knows who you are though even marlon yeah. the first time they're like hello mr Mill." i'm like who yeah. <laughs> what, what, <That's> what? <laughs> I, I, I do like that yeah. marlon every now and again will sort of like he'll talk to himself but in a way that's really quite yeah. loud and go like don't mind that mr miller he's all right yeah. journalist. <laughs> like he he reminds me yeah. so i wrote this in my notes the cleaner rules he's like bob mortimer <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, he um he has a fun mechanic which I only noticed in the uh, Meta Center, and I don't know if it happens in the rest of the game. But you know, he has this like wheelie bin yeah. that he wheels around. He I, empties I the bins. This. Yeah, yeah, he empties the bins of the building. So if you've missed something and you're getting later into the level, you can go through his wheelie bin and you just have like a huge list of trash that he's picked up. Yeah. So like any uh. like crumpled notes and floppy disks and things mm-hmm. that have yeah, been thrown uh, away. Because um, that was one of the yeah. things that I needed for um. For like the love notes in in yes. in, in the thing with the pool, like he has one of them um, from yeah. almost the beginning. Um, yeah. And so I didn't pick it up at the beginning, and so I went through his trash and I found the final note. I was like, oh, okay, that's what. Because he would, <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Because he's cleaning the bins. Yes. Um, that's such a fun, like, neat little yeah. touch. Um, yeah. I always check his stuff as I go through now, and he's like, hello, Mr. Miller. <laughs> so I'm like, rightfully. Yeah. And you're like, bin. what do you want? <laughs> Just being a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, investigating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Harvey Miller, also a killer investigative journalist name. What a mm. good name for an investigative <laughs> journalist. Like, like if, if if he wasn't a journalist, then he was a detective. Like Detective Harvey Miller. Like that's such yeah. like a that yeah. that, that fits real well. That's like a Batman. I was just about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, Jim Gordon. That. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was. Uh, I sort of got here. I've got a. I've got a few things in my rant section, but I think I kind of covered all of it. Mm. But I think for me, I think I'm I'm kind of left. You know, I d- 
do, are we just kind of in like stray thoughts area now like stuff we've just got left yeah over? i've got like a couple of like yeah. bits to mention but yeah. there's not much yeah i think for me i would have i would have appreciated as someone again like you know just to just to really hammer this home in case you didn't get it i sucked at this game um <laughs> as someone who sucked at this game at yeah. least the first time playing through as someone who wasn't able to sight read this very well right yeah. um I, I I really wished that, um, and you know, I was saying before, like, it's kind of like an inverse difficulty curve where it's like the start was so dense and so layered and you're learning all of it at once that it's so difficult. I mm. kind of wished that what they did was that they had you explore the building without a timer to start with in a way mm. that would be like, yeah. oh, you could get a couple of the leads ready, but maybe yeah. most of the doors are closed or uh, some of the passageways are like being worked on so you can't use them. And then you go to your meeting, which was set up for three. And then maybe Carla's like, oh, no, I can't do this right now. I've got another thing going on. I'm so sorry. We'll have to meet at four instead. Yeah. And then the hour timer starts. And then you start yeah. gathering evidence, which would just give me that little bit more familiarity, a little bit, you know, a couple of instances of opening, opening a door or turning on a computer, like a visitor's computer or something like that. Yeah. Opening a note, uh, you know, getting the visitor's key card and getting a couple of leads before they give you a few more later on. So I could, yeah. as soon as the hour started, you know, I could explore those mechanics they hadn't introduced to me yet. Just a little bit, not all of them, just some of them. Yeah. And then start branching out and then just, just have a, 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 just a, just a bit more of a foundation to work from and a bit less tension before I could, because they, 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 they throw you into like a diving pool. Like yeah, not not yeah. just like the deep end of the pool. It's like it's like one of those like five meters down pools. It's like <laughs> oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I gotta get I, out of here. It's funny because they they almost do that, right? They have the the um the the, the first building you're in with Scarlet. Yeah. You go in there. It's it's kind of like closed up and it's and it's very tutorialized. And then mm. the, and then you go back there for the final level. Um, and you kind Which of the layout, but um, but yeah, it would have if they had maybe made that the first level or um. I totally get that. Yeah, because I, I, I sucked at the game the first time I played through. But again, the, like, the idea of this massive machine that I didn't understand, but could understand, mm. kept me like playing it over and over again. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I, I think that the timer, for me, is pretty fundamental to the game, because I, I do like the I idea that, that, that you're not going to get everything at, at, at your first playthrough. But yeah. I think maybe what they could have done is had like, at least in the first level, maybe lesser in the second level. Um, have a like have a fire alarm. Ha have a thing that I can trigger to interrupt everybody. Give me that little mm. bit of clear space so I can run around and really quickly do something that like I like say there's like I've got I need one more thing and I know exactly what to do but I can't do it because someone's just going to be on their computer for ten minutes. Um, yeah. Like give me like a give me a distraction. Give me like. You know, like we spoke on him man before, flick a token at him and get him to go, huh? Mm. What was uh, that? Yeah. Or like, you know, like put a note in their little letterbox and then flick a little thing up saying like, hey, you've got mail, go check your letterbox or whatever. Or even um, if it needs to be a big thing, like setting off a room alarm like you did. Yeah. Like just yeah, make like, sure that Steve waits the appropriate amount of time before teleporting to you. <laughs> yeah, like allow me to, to control the space a little bit more so I can sort of like, I, I can flush people out of where I need to go so I can run in, grab something, run out. Um, because if it's yeah. like, if it's one tiny thing, say like I've left something copying and I've come back away later and that computer's still on, but now there's someone next to that computer just doing something else. Um, yeah. Cause there was, 
the first time I played the second level because I got I got a fair chunk of the way through the second level before I stopped because I got stuck. Um, and I had to quit, and it was like it was pretty late in the day anyway. So I was like, oh, I'll just quit, and I'll I'll do the second level again tomorrow. Mm. Um, and then I did the second level and the third level all in, all in one all in one sitting. Um, there was a part in the second level just before I got stuck where Crow was just standing in like a doorway. Um, yeah, and he he was like actually stuck, and he kept on saying the same two lines over and over again. And I was in the room next to him, and I think his AI knew that there was something in the room, didn't know how to get over there, but also didn't know how to move from that spot either. Yeah, um, he just stuck. So that's what happened with that that funny clip I sent you earlier. Yeah, and funnily well. enough, it was in that same spot, just further down the stairs. Um, yeah, and I was I think in a that room. That happened to me too. I just heard his voice lines over and over, and I couldn't see him. I'm like, oh well, he's not here. Whatever. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. and it was it was really frustrating because like I couldn't I couldn't do anything to break him out of it without me just failing. Without you um, being caught, yeah. That's why I have to do the Steve. Yeah, dance. so like I think if they may maybe give you a little bit more freedom to to experiment with some of that, um, because they do do things like you know you can open event slowly and you can open event very quickly and it'll make a louder noise. I don't. Do, do they do anything to louder noise? They do. They do. They, okay, they, but like, yeah, but they I've, do I've, go to them. I never felt like I could use that to my advantage. I felt like I was no, just doing everything slowly like to yeah. make sure that I wasn't going to get caught. Um, which which yeah. is interesting. Um, yeah, because yeah, because I did try experimenting with that yesterday. I'd like sprint through a bathroom, jump into a vent, and try and come out. Um, but I also think at that point Steve was stuck. I had Steve, I like I could see his torchlight every time I came round, and then I realized he was just stuck facing a wall in a corridor. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to get caught so he can escort me out, and therefore he's not <laughs> stuck anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. I um I had a glitch with Steve in the second level where he was half his body was through the floor in a staircase in a magnetic door. <laughs> oh my goodness. Door. So wow. this magnetic door was open and his and it was a short staircase. It was just like 30 or 40 centimeters, but he was his his like upper torso was sticking out of the staircase. Oh my and he God. Was, he was just walking the whole time stuck there. So I had a, I had a lot of free time <laughs> in the second level cuz he was just stuck for a while and then at That's some point great. he teleported and got me. Yeah, um, that's so funny. I I never had anything like that. I just had a chance in the stairwell being terrifying. Um, and then and then yeah. the final mission, Steve yes, bits we all had. Where, yeah, yeah. That's such a shame because that mission's so good. Um, I've got here, and I want to mention it. Um, so this game is in the same world as either one, which I keep mentioning. Um, oh, right. But uh, the so the museum there's like a basement museum in that first level, and that entire thing seems to that entire floor in the basement seems to just service the fact that you can drop floppy disks down through a rubbish chute into the museum to, to oh, like right. by, to bypass doors and things like that um so they've got this whole floor and clearly need to fill it and so they've got um loads of museum it's all these assets from their first game basically <laughs> that right. they've used to fill it <laughs> um and like all the paintings on the walls in a lot of these buildings are like concept art from their first game um they're all mentioning this town of pinwheel and on you know when you're in the big courtyard um for like the, the minute silence like between yeah. levels yeah. between levels yeah so you can actually before going for the minute silence you can go and break into into marlon's house and read like letters i couldn't get in how did you <laughs> yeah. get in um there's like a gap around the back of the house and you can squeeze uh... between stairs uh, between a set of stairs and the wall um but yeah so you can break into his house and, and he's from pinwheel which is the town in the first game which is super cute it's got like an address 
to someone he's talking to. Um, so I'm going to play the game and find out who looks like because it's super cute. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I love. I'm but, pretty yeah. sure he lives there. I'm pretty sure he's Ian Ether One. Uh, I don't know. There's no character because Ether One's set in memory, so you never actually see. Anyone. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but um, I, I want to yeah, say I read I, somewhere yeah. that that he's in that game. Yeah, he's either been in that game or something. Um, wouldn't surprise me. Marlon's old enough. I think Ether One is set like. 30 years before this or something. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was super cute. Um, it was a super cute way to fill a level using assets they'd already made. Um, and yeah, and, and it just kind of like paid off because it was like the amount of times I played Ether 1, it was really nice to see something that I spent a lot of time doing, mm. like a reference again. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's much like yeah. w- there's the there's a room in What Remains of Edith Finch, which is a... Um, uh, uh, it's it, oh, it's 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 a reference swan. to the un- the unfinished swan. Unfinished um, swan, yes, yeah. And they they play uh, the music and the the room's all fingered. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ends up being like a prequel for Unfinished Swan, right? Like it's like uh, it's the story of how the child ended up being at the start of the Unfinished Swan, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I th- but I also kind of it's it's like it's like the same thing, like you know, Ico and Shadow of the Colossus are like prequel and sequel, but like, are they really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was the only thing was I just wanted to be like, oh, these Easter eggs were great. Um, yeah. uh, I think that might be uh, all of my notes. Byron, this game is one of the ones where is this the one where you have like a slight cameo, maybe that you oh, like yeah, an unconfirmed cameo? Unconfirmed cameo because there's a poster with my name on it. Um, it's on the and fridge. And you know or met one of the developers? Yes. So when I was in third year at university studying game design at Hertfordshire, we had to do an assignment where we had to reach out to a games development studio and interview them and it was mortifying and i reached out to so many people and the only people that got back were um white paper games and that's, I ended up that's doing like a, a terrible assignment oh my god it was horrible uh, i was so worried <laughs> that's, that's, also, that's like, so why, bad why do you need to do that as a as a as a dev that's like a that's that's strange <laughs> i know it was so mean um anyway but um pete bottomley who's the lead i think mm. Um, of the yeah. studio, yeah, he is. Uh, was super friendly and really nice. Um, and we spoke about Ether One and kind of their process. And he turns out he lectures at, I want to say Teesside or Manchester. I think it's Manchester for game design. Um, where he did. And so yeah, he was super friendly and stuff, and asked if he could see my final year project. And I said yeah, and then never sent him. Because uh, oh, <laughs> like. <laughs> he made one of my favorite games. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you going to send him this podcast? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, you totally should. You totally. Wait, um, we might. We, we 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 tag the developers pretty frequently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. Anyway, but Hate yeah, I, I, nice. <laughs> I always nice. I listen to the soundtrack to either one all the time, and I usually tag either White Paper Games or the. Uh, the musician just being like, still love the soundtrack. It's really good. Um, yeah. So yeah, whether or not what was it strange, Byron Strange or something? With it's like it's well, it's it's in like the phone booth in the second level on like the second floor, I think, or first floor. First and floor, it was, yeah. It's like a poster that's covered up by another poster. There's another. There's another one on his fridge, Harvey Miller's fridge. Oh, there's another. Oh, there's okay. Um, so I I yeah. only saw Byron Byron's S. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Byron Strange. He's not gonna be like an illusionist or something. I'm gonna laugh so hard if like 
like this reach out to to the developers on Twitter and oh, I was like, sure, it oh might yeah, not be my me. dog's named Byron. Like, just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it might not be me at all, but it made me like, ah, that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. It's very fun. Um, so I've got a I've got a note here which which backs up my backs up my radical claim from before. Um, there is licensed music in here because Michael Nesmith has a cassette which you can listen to inside this game, and he's uh, from the Monkeys. Oh, there you go then. Okay. <laughs> um, I I I I I knew that I I had heard I had heard one of the songs before. <laughs> I do really want to get the soundtrack, not just for the licensed music, just because in general it's good. Um, although maybe not the tense bits. Like, <laughs> sure, they wouldn't put that in there. No one wants that. <laughs> Although in the in the Last of Us soundtrack, they don't have like the combat music, like the da. They don't have like oh, that sound. But there is yeah. this one which is basically just drums, and it's just like, <laughs> and like yeah. we had it on in the car, like I don't know, at some point. And Sam's like, "Can we skip this track?" I'm like, "Yeah, sorry, this is awful." <laughs> um, on, on the opposite side of the spectrum, the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack is like 150 songs. <laughs> It really is. It's too it's many. Huge. That's, that's it's too so much. big. Um, yeah. Every single battle theme. <laughs> so I'm looking at the because there's like a sort of deluxe edition upgrade that you can get, um, and apparently there are not cheap. In there. It is not cheap. No, it's twenty one fifty dollars. Um, and but it comes with concept art, vinyl art, poster, comics, and soundtrack. Um, Great. Which one day I will get. Um, because I I would be down to read the comics. That'd be cool. Um. Yeah, I don't really ask no else to say other than I'm really glad I forced you guys to play this game. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you did too. Um, and you know I am sorry that it did take this, although I did have <laughs> so much fun with that joke for so long. Um, <laughs> I, I think. Well, I well sometimes we do this at the start. Should we just do like? Do we recommend it? Do we like? Do our pseudo like? What would you score it or don't score it? But like sum up your feelings on it thing sure yeah uh you want to go first gary no (laughs) (laughs) i I can if you like (laughs) um yeah i love it i freaking love it i don't think i've made that clear enough uh i think it's great (laughs) i i love immersive sims i also love this company because they were lovely to me when i was struggling at uni um so like i was predisposed disposed to loving this game um and the fact that it is a political thriller is another great thing like that that interests me and you know it clearly shares the same politics as me um like yeah it's just great and and just having these massive clockwork levels that you can you know just throw yourself out over and over again is, Mm. is really satisfying to me um the bugs are a massive shame and like when when I suggested this game to the podcast, I was like, yeah. "Hey, just be prepared for you know some of the bugs are hilarious, but some of them are game breaking." Um, but it's not enough for me to be like, "Don't play this game." It's more it's more like, "Hey, this game was made by a small group of people who were very ambitious, and I really think they pay they pays off." Mm. Um, I think that's where I am with it. Carrie, do you want to go second? Or? I I can I can go second. Yeah. Um, I, I've really appreciated having this discussion and when we're on the break I was saying to Jeremy I was like I've I really it's it's good to get some of this feeling off of my chest right because playing this game going from level to level um you know dealing with the the, the frustration I was feeling of failing and failing and failing um mm. I found quite challenging 
but I could see the brilliance of this game through that. And I think that's part of why I was frustrated as well. I was like, oh, this would be so satisfying if I could just pull it off. You know, so many times I'd, I'd go in that first level and I'd be like, oh, I found a note with a, with a code on it. Great, I'm going to go find the code. Oh, the, the power's turned off. I'm going to turn on the power. Oh, I need to bring in a floppy disk. I've turned on the, the gates, so I have to turn the power off or the computer's now off. And it's like, oh, this isn't in this room. It's in that room. And like, I, the, the, the frustration I felt overrode a lot of my critical thought processes mm. um however i do think this game is quite excellent and if you've ever had any affinity for the sleuthing side or stealth side of a deus ex game or dishonored immersive sims um this is an, a, a must play um i do wish there was some caveat at the front that said this is meant to be played multiple times you may not mm get much done in your first playthrough but we encourage you to go through again with the knowledge that you gain and do better because i did feel like it was for me nearly impossible to do well on my first playthrough and that felt like it felt like a huge barrier to entry and enjoyment so i think i think that's a i think that is a necessary caveat to my recommendation is that you need to know that you might hit roadblocks on your way or you might feel a bit hamstrung or you might get hit by one of these bugs it's a it's a heavily asterisked recommendation from me uh, yeah. for an excellent game that i think could have done things a bit more differently to onboard new players or perhaps less immersive sim uh uh aficionados uh, you know less less proficient players into their gameplay loop Um, I, 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 I would recommend the game. Um, I, I did get, um, like I, I honestly, uh, for my time playing it, I actually don't feel like I needed to play through a second time. Um, in terms of like, I, I did get plenty out of it on my first run. Um, I got, uh, like, uh, grading wise the game as, as it was grading me. Um, in my ability of the game, I I, I was doing pretty good. Um, as, aside from the final level, where I like, I, I think that was more of a like a like a, a, a balancing issue of the game as opposed to my incompetence. Um, that I, that I think you know, like it, it, like like we've said before, it's 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 not a, it's not a perfect product, but I I think for what it's worth, it's it is quite good. Um, I think there there is a level of Th th there is perhaps a small amount of disconnect in between it giving you quite a lot of generally well-written pieces of world-building and lore and information about the world and characters scattered around the game that I wish it had perhaps done the Outer Wilds thing where while you were reading, time was paused. Um, because mm -hmm. I feel like more often than not, I wasn't actually going through and reading everything because I knew I was on the clock. Um, and only after I'd completed all of the tasks in one of the levels did I actually, like, slow down and actually, like, stop to smell the roses, for lack of a better term. Um, I think that's a really good point. Sorry, just to jump yeah. in. There were a bunch of times where I'm like, wow, there's so much set dressing and everything, and I'm just absolutely not going to touch it because I'm like, I picked this up. Does it give me a scribble with a, with a new code? No, okay, put it down. Does it get, <laughs> do I get a scribble? No, put it down. Do I get a scribble? No, put it down. Yeah. So, yeah sorry to just interject. 
Uh, no, but like, uh, like, and, and like, and that's fine because, like, I think, I think the, the mechanics of the game, you know, if it's an important piece of information, they they write it down in the dossier, which I think is very, very useful because it means, yeah. I don't, I now have a clear idea of what I need to pay attention to, um, and then they build that web for you to to pull on those threads to find out what's at the end of it, um, which I think is done really well. But like, I would have really liked to been able to take some of it, maybe a just just a, just the just the hair slower. Or at least um, allow me to like even if it's like not everything I'm reading is paused, um, but perhaps anything that I want to put aside, um, then I can look in my briefcase. Maybe even after the fact, um, yeah. Allow me to finish the mission and then go through notes that I've collected over like the, earmark them or something. To yeah, like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like in, anything that I've put in, you know, send me back to the apartment after every level. Um, you know, allow me to like recoup a little bit. Um, yeah. Give me a little bit of digestion time, and then I can read back what I've what I've stolen essentially um, from these places, <laughs> yeah. um, and and go from there. I I would have quite liked that. Um, I I I I, th- I think the the overarching story of it I I do think is quite good. Um, if a little bit, perhaps undercooked a little bit in in some regards. Like maybe I I might have wanted a longer version of this game. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think three levels is. Um, it is a th- that's about as small as you could make it. Um, for example, yeah. like I think I think if there were four levels, um, you know, give me g- give me another level where I go back to the mission that you can't win, for example, or something. Um, or give me something else, like give me another area to explore or something. I'm not sure. Um, or I, I even just another interview, you know, because you, you get the yeah, two interviews like, and then you get busted. I, I loved the interviews. I thought they were great. I loved, so I, yeah. I loved going through the dossier, finding the like the motives of different people and bringing that information to them. Um, and while I think the interview process itself is not, um, it's not really gameplay anything. You're just sort of like going through all the all the options. Um, yeah, it's more like a mission summary. Yeah, like yeah. like whereas like perhaps maybe you know this is probably a different version of this game at this point. But if it's like you get to choose five questions, um, and you have eight, yeah, um, because you know yeah. you, as a journalist you don't get to ask every question that you have. You definitely don't get to do that. No, yeah. Um, you know, if, the, if, if a journalist yeah. is interviewing someone saying I've run out of things to ask you, that means they're not a very good journalist. <laughs> they haven't prepared. Yeah, <laughs> the um. Yeah, the thing is, I think um, again, it's a small team. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's totally like if they, if, uh, I would love to see them do this game or this this genre again with like a huge 100%. budget. One hundred percent. I would love to play another one. But also, it might lose some heart, like because you can feel mm. all the developers' fingers on this. On this, like you could feel how much they loved it. Um, and yeah, this made by Ubisoft or someone else wouldn't feel. It wouldn't feel like a small. Town. No, not at all. It wouldn't feel like, um, you know this like tension between the classes and all that like um yeah so i don't know i think it like obviously you know add 20 more levels please dear god that would be amazing yeah. <laughs> like don't even do storylines i don't care like just, <laughs> just give me some you just want to you just want to crack people oh yeah <laughs> um but yeah yeah I mean, make uh, yeah. it. You, you could make a Harvey Miller anthology where, like, he just goes through <laughs> different, different unstable political climates and, and gets and arrested just, and has a twenty-year prison break. And yeah, climb, climbs through game. vents into in multiple different countries. Yeah, or it's like, um, or it's like a, 
oh come on carrie not the last of us uh, life is strange last of us um life is strange uh, where there's like there's different endings but then there's like a canon ending where yeah. like, um <laughs> it's watching country slowly crumble um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i i i assume they're working on something else i haven't really looked um I mean, it's been two years now, so you'd, you'd, you'd hope so. Like, I, I think I saw on their website that they recently hired someone. Um, okay. So they are... That's rad. Um, at least expanding. Um, I think probably yeah. be a couple designer. of years, because, like, yeah. if, they're, if they're making games of this scope with a team of at least a similar size, even a team of double their size is still only 12 people. Like, yeah. I, I, re- this, this, I reckon their games, if they're, if they're aiming for this quality and scope consistently... It'll be another couple yeah. of years. Yeah. It says yeah. their current and their Twitter description is an independent game development studio currently working on a new IP. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Good on Cool. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I've just I've found like two things left in my uh in my um notes. Can I can I just finish this yeah. off to sure. just, uh, go ahead. Tie a bow on my uh my tale of failure. Um there's this you know when you at the, the final mission you walk into um Charles' office and you get the call from Mina. Um, the final, mm. uh, oh, hang on. Oh no, this is for the second level talking to Mina as well. And this okay. is, uh, this is a quote from Mina, which is Alex Dubois worked for Chance Crow. So find out what he knows. Don't let me down. And then I wrote yes. in my notes in all caps, I already did Mina. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you were talking before about the dossier, how it ended up being the MacGuffin, cause that had all the intelligence in it. I sat there, I sat here for a minute just then thinking like, Ah, oh, the reason I didn't get that is because my dossier was basically empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't hold anything on us if I don't take anything. <laughs> Just sit I'm in the like, chair next to the office door for an hour on each of those levels. Yeah, when I found out that that was my dossier on the table, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's rude. But there's nothing in there. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're hiring a new character artist, I just see. That's cool. Um, neat. Awesome. Cool. I, I reckon, unless anyone has any extra thoughts or opinions or comments, I reckon that's probably a pretty good time to wrap it up. Sounds um, like a podcast. <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, Byron, for coming on uh, this episode. Finally. And, and so good to have woo! you. We have now officially had all friends of the show on the show, um, which now means that uh, you're not allowed to be called friend of the show. Now you are just called spin-off. Um, <laughs> so, like... We haven't had Sam on the show. We haven't had Sam. Well... Mm, Sam has occasionally been in the background, but Sam's not right, on okay. the mic. <laughs> right, okay. Um, yes, uh, I hope you very much enjoyed listening to this episode about the occupation created by White Paper Games. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you... Uh, leave us a rating on the podcast platform of your personal preference and any others as well that you would like to give us a hand on. That means a great deal to us. Make sure you go to minimap.com.au for everything that we make, including Minimapcast, which is our weekly games impressions podcast, um, as well as we have like some other news and stuff and other stuff happening around as well. Um, if you enjoyed this a lot enough that you want to uh, help us monetarily, you can at patreon.com forward slash minimapau. Um, hey, Byron, where can people follow you on Twitter? I am to do that. at uh, gbyronwilliams and, and most other places. You know, do you have anything else you want to plug or anything? 
What are you doing? What are you no, around? No, I, no. So, yeah, what I do is I do technical environment art uh, in the Unreal 4 engine, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm always looking for work. Uh, <laughs> but mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, just hang out. We hang out on stream every couple of weeks playing games like this um, and chilling, talking about gay shit. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to, uh, if you pay close attention to uh, Byron's Twitter so that you can see occasional glimpses of uh, Apollo, who you heard guest star in the episode as well. Yes. Does yeah, Apollo have her own Twitter account? She does. That is run by my partner. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> he is a complete simp for her and I <laughs> will not stand for it. Shout out, shout outs to Phil. Um, but shout outs to Phil. If, 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 you, if you would like to hear more from Phil, feel free to check out any of the streams that Discord is on with Byron. Um, Phil is in the back, <laughs> cackling away at whatever show that he's watching at that moment. Um, yeah, I hey, love Kerry, how much can... fun Phil sounds like he's having. Oh my God. I would love to laugh at something as much as that man does. Kerry, <laughs> um, where can they follow you on Twitter? You can follow me at KJPalmer underscore 24 and on other podcasts and things on Minimap as well. Cool. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Obi1Jez. You can follow Minimap on Twitter at MinimapAU. You can follow this current podcast Twitter account currently at GameSpoilersPod. Who knows what that's going to happen? I thought about that account the other day for the first time in a few days and I went, ah, wonder what's going to happen with that. Um, <laughs> but feel free to chuck mm-hmm. us a follow there if you'd like to see some tweets from months and years prior. Um, mm-hmm. uh, aside from that, I hope you very much enjoyed listening. I hope to see you again next month for a game that we're about to decide, probably. So yeah, check it out. 